Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 79 of Born to be Wild, a wild-exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I am your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back on another beautiful evening here in Portland, Oregon. Of course, joined by two of my very good friends, Hydralisk. How are you doing tonight? I am doing awesome coming at you guys from the greater Vancouver area. It's also a beautiful day here. And, you know, I am really excited for the show tonight. I'm really excited to talk some Hearthstone. Things have been shaken up and I'm just stoked. Excellent. Excellent. And of course, uh, welcome back to the show, Electric Sheep City. How are you doing? Everything is awesome. (laughs) I'm good. Ready to hang out with y'all this evening. Ready for action. (laughs) All right, cool. Well, uh, we are joined by a very special guest tonight, and so uh, without further ado, I'm very happy to uh, introduce, we have with us a uh, legendary Hearthstone player, both standard and wild format streamer and member of Hype Horizon. Welcome to the show, Elusive Lucy. How are you doing tonight? Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're really excited to have you. So yeah, I appreciate you coming on. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Um, it's still hot. They say it's fall, but it's still summer here in Arizona. Um, mm. It's pretty hot over here. We were we were chatting the other day about it. Not uh, y'all not participating in daylight savings time. I, I love that. I think that that is absolutely hilarious. And uh, you guys I, I are... wish that we would uh, <laughs> take after your lead and <laughs> not observing daylight savings time here in Texas as well. <laughs> I'd, I'd be okay with it. It, it messes me right up. When it goes from, you know, you're used to the sun being up, suddenly it's dark now, the other way around. I don't know. It just messes me up. I don't like it. Right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. 100%. And then there's the one time in the year where everybody's an hour late for everything. And so <laughs> that's always funny. You can use it as an excuse for like a couple of days, but then nobody believes you anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. especially now that there's smartphones. Like before, if you forgot to set your like your alarm clock fine but now your phone just changes so right and i don't know if it's a blessing or a curse right but the time changes and then your your phone just automatically does it and then i get irritated like what do you mean i got to change the microwave it doesn't do it by itself what i, I got to change the... <laughs> so you know believe it or not we still have that issue with people being late or even early depending on the time of the year uh because of smartphones cuz arizona like has its own date and time setting in a smartphone it can be like arizona but some people might accidentally put mountain time instead of mountain standard time so when the time changes they'll be late or early um, if they don't do the right date and time setting in their smartphone so if anything arizona is the one place you can still use the excuse (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i don't know my phone it's it's not an excuse when you show up like it sucks showing up to work an hour early and you're like what the heck where why is the door still locked <laughs> <laughs> what a, does that's got to be difficult oh, no. like traveling too right like time zones are difficult in the in the first place but time zones i i don't know i use a time i have to use a time zone calculator all the time for the show because 
you know, sometimes it, it, I've got it in my brain now. Okay, Pacific time is where Hydra and IR and Sheep is in Texas time, whatever that is called. Central. Are you Central time? And then, the, yeah, and then Central. Right? Texas time. It's so big, they just call it Texas time. And then there's Mountain time. Of course, then we know people on the East Coast. Um, and then we start, we've got friends like out in the UK where we, you know, we do the show here and all I know is it's 2 a.m. when we record here. And then it, we've got some friends in Singapore where it's okay now. It's, in Australia where now it's like the next day at like 9am ish. And, uh, it's just, it's, things get so confusing. We start talking about like, it's the next day over there. Um, anyways, well, traveling through time, right. (laughs) Uh, I have gone down the rabbit hole that I promised myself I would not do. Let us talk about you. Um, Lucy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like as much or as little as, as you're willing to share, but like, um, you know, who are you? Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, sure. So I'm Elusive Lucy. I just turned 31 this year. Nice. Um, yes. Yeah. 31. It was my golden birthday because my birthday's on May 31st. So I was, oh. I was excited about that. I don't know. I've been looking forward to that since I was six, but. <laughs> you mapped it out from when you were six. Yeah, since I was six. Yeah, I was like my golden birthday. My grandma got me excited. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I have a ten-year-old son. I'm a single mom to him. I am also a graduate student studying clinical psychology. Um, once I graduate with my master's, I hope to. Well, I will be licensed to become a counselor, wow, therapist in. Um, and then once I start my counseling career, I will continue to pursue my doctorate degree in psychology. Um, That's really and, cool. Yeah, I love it. I, I'm, I'm married to somebody who um, took psychology and is a counselor, and I'm always wondering if she's analyzing me. Most definitely, she is. Always, always. I'm in a constant state of just psychoanalysis of everything. A a movie, a game, a a random driver next to me. I'm psychoanalyzing you right now. That's great. That's so funny. We, um, yeah, I don't know. But that's what happens when you start studying these things, right? I went to law school, and then what happens, you just see lawsuits everywhere. Um, And it's like... I don't know. It makes you paranoid. It's kind of funny. And, and that's neat. We have stuff in common though. I think my son is nine. Hydra, your son is how old? 12. 12. I was going to say, I was going to say 12, 13. Sheep, how old are your animals? <laughs> Let's see. Um, 13. Look, there one, we go. The oldest one. Yeah. Right in the ballpark. I right. can't believe that, that I have the oldest child here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So uh, how, how long have you been playing Hearthstone and kind of how did you get into it? Um, I've been playing Hearthstone for about a year, a little over a year. Okay. I got, I got into it because the other games that I was playing um overwatch and dead by daylight were starting to tilt me and i saw on blizzard i was like what's this free game so i downloaded it and i was like oh i can play on my phone and so oh, i was nice. like so when i would get tilted in overwatch i would just hop off and get in my bed and and play on my phone um it was my first card game i had no idea what the heck was going on but i 
I it was very relaxing to me. Oh, that's um, awesome. When I get tilted from Hearthstone, I play Overwatch. That's, no, no, that's so backwards. Overwatch is way more tilting. With your powers combined. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. So you don't yeah, so you've not played uh other TCGs, Magic or Pokemon or anything like that? Nope. I did download uh, Magic the Gathering Arena on the computer and I was like, no, this is uh, too complicated. <laughs> it's not as as friendly for me. I think I need someone to coach me through it. There are a lot of rules, I will say that. And and it's like I think with, with Hearthstone, you know, we get a new keyword maybe once a set, something like that. Like there's so many there. I don't, I don't know. My brother plays a lot of magic and I, I can wing it, but like, it's so complicated. Um, I have friends that like have these massive collections and just their proudest possessions are their magic cards. And they're like, you want to play? You want to play? I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm afraid to touch the card because it's how much they love them. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> there was someone, I gosh, I can't remember who it was anymore that sold off a bunch of their cards to either buy a car or buy a house. It was like, it was ridiculous. Um, it was hat. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I it wouldn't said it was ridiculous though. Oh, so. oh. I was going to say, what a surprise <laughs> me, but I don't think it was him. That's, really I get it. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's great. Um, how funny. Uh, yeah. So do, our, in terms of Hearthstone, are there any uh, favorite decks that you have or play styles or um, classes or, or anything like that? Well, I started out with Priest, so naturally Priest was my favorite class, still is, even though it's sort of super aggro now. Um, but I really like Control. Um, I'm still learning the different types of play styles. Mm-hmm. Um, I it kind of all blends together. I know control is control, but sometimes I'm like, well, this feels aggro. But I think I kind of like aggro a little bit too. I like just, uh, what's it called? Smorking them down? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it's called. You will fit right in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, no, I I feel that. I think especially as a parent in some regards, like I value the time. There's nothing like playing a like a full-on control matchup that lasts for 30 minutes or something, and then you lose. It's like, and that's so tilting, right? And that's time I'm never going to get back. And with the aggro matchup, it's like, well, average match time is like four minutes, five minutes, maybe. And it's like, well, win, lose, like, well, okay, that's fine. Or, well, and what took me forever to learn was kind of like, when to just concede. Like, if I know... I I know they say never concede, but like, I if I know that I'm not gonna get it, like, I'm ready to just move on to the next one, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of hard. I don't know. There's 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 pros and cons, but I feel you there. Um, there's a lot also. That I feel like is versatile too. It's it's interesting to watch Priest go in the last um, two expansions to go like from full control. To like full aggro, it's like what? What is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, yes. Our what? little and, and all what... grown up. Yeah. What are your I favorite uh, heroes? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. 
Um, I was just going to say that I think that's when priest changes when I started to learn more about different play styles and how much faster games can go and how like much easier it was to hit legend playing more aggro stuff than control. I went from 30 minute games, sometimes 40 minutes with priest mirrors to a six or seven minute game. And I was like, I like this. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. You're in good company. Yeah. Very cool. And you mentioned, uh, I see here in the notes, what you, you have a couple of favorite heroes. You want to talk about that for a second? I like uh, Tyrande and Illidan because they're just super cute. And I don't know. The, you like cute. the interactions that they have? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's fun. Did you see, uh, are the, I mean, I don't know if we touched on in the news tonight or not, but the new skins came out that we were talking about last week. The um, Shadowlands, mm, Shadowlands yeah. ones, the Illidan one is great. And what they don't show you, I don't know if, if y'all bought these or not, but um, I know, she, I'm sure Sheep did. Hyder, you're... Uh, I bought them. I'm, like, I bought I'm them. sure it was like... You're, I can't miss them. I know you bought them. Um, what's great is when you look at the hero portrait, like it only shows you uh, the little piece of it, but when you open up in your collection, you see the full artwork of it. And um, they're great. Uh, they're all great. I mean, we, we can look at them later, but uh, Goldan, for example, like you see behind him is um, Kel'Thuzad, like in the background like this, oh, which cool. is great. Um, and uh, God, there was the other one. Um, anyways, my favorite one was uh, Illidan. And if you look off to the side, like there's um, who's the, 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 uh, we talked about it in the Goliath lore, like the, the, the mage guy, the blood elf with, you know, the ears and the eyebrows and he got, the card got nerfed and it was used in all that combo druid. I can't think of the name. Kelthus. Kelthus? Kelthus. Oh, Kelthus. 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 You see yeah. him, you see him in the background doing like the, like full on, like, like Gaga eyes and like drooling. It's so funny. It is so funny. You have to check it out. <laughs> I'll have to look at it. it. It drives me crazy when people refer to Kelthus as KT and like, no, we used to call it's him. We used to call Kel'Thuzad. him Yeah, KT is Kelthuzad, right? Uh, yeah, Kelthus. We used to call him Carl, which was it was like I, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, uh, so I, you had mentioned Lucy that you recently got into Wild. Can you talk a little bit about kind of like what what was it that got you to kind of try the format and then? Once you got here, like, what was it that kind of got you to stick around? Um, what got me into Wild is I have a redemption in my chat to 1v1 me. Okay. And there was one particular viewer, viewer um, the Warwick. I don't know if you guys ever seen him around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he, he loves Wild, and he would always challenge me to Wild, and he would say, borrow one of my decks. And it was just so fascinating to see all these cards, and even just, like, the boards. Um, it, it was so new to me. It's old to you guys, but it's so new to me. Uh -huh. um, and then I, he helped me build like a couple budget wild decks. And we did a little climb last month to like gold. Okay. And what got me to stick around was the same thing. Just seeing all the cool cards and the different interactions and combos that everything like comes that the, my opponent comes up with, not necessarily me, because my decks are pretty straightforward. But it's just really cool. Everything is so exciting, and 
I can't, I don't get tilted as much in wild because of the excitement. You know, I mm, might die yeah. to something totally crazy, like we're seeing Reno for the first time. You know, you <laughs> might think like, what the heck? But I'm like, wow, that is so cool. I want that card. That's right. <laughs> he is going to be rich. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I bet. Oh, sorry. I was going to just say, I bet that you mentioned the the boards being really cool to you, too. Uh, did you instantly start clicking on everything when oh, you hopped yeah. into Wild? Oh, yeah. I was like, what's this broom do? I was like, oh, wow, it's flying away. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. I had the same thing because, like, I, f- I forgot about it where we've, you know, where we're playing it all the time. But, like, I guess if you were new to the format, like, there's a lot of boards that go way back to, like, Naxxramas and Blackrock Mountain that you wouldn't have seen before. There's all kinds of fun interactions, too, where you can, you know, you can break the eggs and you can make... You can make the big hammer sink. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, no, the GVG one is still my favorite one. And, I like, every time that pops up, I have to, to make the... the um, yeah, shoot the laser to <laughs> make the rocket every fly away. Time. Yeah, I do it every time. First thing, first thing, I'll do it before I make my play on turn one. I gotta aim it and fire it. <laughs> you know what? I'm 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 curious if if you all feel the same about this. I get uh, the on on the GVG board. Like I always do the thing with the rocket, but mm-hmm. what I have to always do before that is like the the screw that's on the field. Oh, yeah, I don't <laughs> want it, it there. Like it's got to go back. You know, you click it, then it screws <laughs> back into place. I hate it there. Like I, I, it's like compulsive. <laughs> I can't even control it. Like even if I don't do the rocket, I have to put the screw back. Crazy. That's hilarious. I think one of my favorites that I have a bit of OCD about, and it may be even a, a standard board. The one with the catapult in the bottom right. <laughs> yes. I, I have to keep loading it till it sounds like it hits a dog or something. <laughs> it goes like. <laughs> And you have to keep firing it till it makes that sound. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, there's, so there's a couple that are hard. The volcano in Ngoro, you have to play the drums in the right pattern. And like, mm. I just never got it. I've done it once. And then I always forget about it. And I don't, because I don't know what the pattern is. I Oh, that one's burned into my brain. And then the other one that's still standard, right? That I, I, I can't figure out. You guys walked me through it once but I can never seem to get it right is the one in Scalamance with the staircase. And if you like press oh, all yeah. the stuff in the right order, then like the, you know, the that lights, yeah, whatever, you do shoot the up. door, you do the door okay. and then it's the second step twice. Then the first step, then the third step. Once. Yeah. That, that, that one's not that bad. The toes are the hardest one on the statue. Wait, wait, wait. What happens if you play the toes? Like I knew that they played this like music, but I didn't know. I don't think I've ever done it right. Does it play the theme song? Yeah, so, so you have to play the theme song. Okay. Um, and then, gosh, what is it that even happens? I can't is remember. It fly Away or something? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, something, like like, something like that. I, I, I have only done it one time just to satisfy my curiosity. And that was it because it was way too hard to remember. Okay. I know what I'm spending the rest of the evening. If we're not, we can just cancel the show. I'm going to go play with the board for a little <laughs> while. <laughs> I didn't know that it did that, and I, I'm like a salty old dog. That's great. I am excited to learn something new. Yeah, every time uh, for me, um, the uh, Dark Moon Fair. Every time I have to bust open all of the the different like lights, the the bubble lights, and then I have to poke the the one thing in the eye enough times to bring out the um, 
roller coaster in the bottom right one too. Yeah, yeah. Those are the yeah. two Blood things Luster. I have to do. Yeah, every single time. This is why Hearthstone is so great. Just these little things, right? Because you're waiting. Your your opponent's like roping you or something, but you can still like click around and have fun. Right. I feel so validated now. That's great. I'm not alone. That's good to know. Um, I heard that on the Stormwind board, not not the new one, but like the original board where like you click the, the vegetables and then you water the garden and they grow back. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you do it enough times, like you can grow like a golden something or other, right? Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah. So, so it's completely RNG. Um Whenever you take one away, and then whenever you 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 replant them, mm-hmm. uh, they apparently can be golden. But it's like super duper rare. I've never seen it on my own, but I've I've seen it like you know watching streams back in the day. Yeah, I was um, gonna say I thought I saw it in like a a trolling video or a Hearthstone you know daily moments video or something, but like I've never been able to do it ever. That 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 is the craziest trolled video I've ever seen is when someone got all three of them to be gold. What? Because I've never <laughs> even seen one. <laughs> no, that's a, I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, I, I think it was trolled. It, it was a YouTube video of some sort. They should have bought a lottery ticket. Stuff. Right? No joke though. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, uh, lots to do now this weekend. Um, okay. Uh, well, yeah, w- one other question I had, um, I'm, I'm good friends with Guy Grumpy, uh, from Hype Horizon, right? Uh, he's the one that local, uh, that does, uh, organizes our local fireside gatherings. See, we live pretty close together and, um, but yeah, I noticed that you're part of Hype Horizon. That's super cool. Can you tell us a little bit, um, about them and kind of how you got joined up and, and stuff? Yeah. Um, I'm actually a part of Hype Rising, which is an arm of Hype Horizon, uh, Hype Horizon. Hype, it all blends together. Hype Rising is an arm of Hype Horizon. Uh, Hype Rising is the community team of Hype Horizon. They focus on small streamers that are on the rise. Um, and hopefully the end goal is to progress through the different um, like stages they have to officially join the Hype Horizon team. Um, like I have a mentor, his, he is Taze TV. Um, he's on the actual Hype Horizon stream team. Um, he's a partnered arena streamer. So he kind of mentors me how I can grow my stream, things I can improve, whether it's audio, visual, uh, branding, things like that to kind of help me grow so I can eventually be on Hype, uh, Horizon. Nice. Hey, that's awesome. I love it. It's a great team. Um, we recently uh, picked up Clark Hellscream. Um, he's That's a cool rad. Guy. I didn't know that. Uh, Clark is great. Yeah. Yeah, Clark is cool. Clark's I don't. Cool. I don't know him that well. I just started to get to know him. Um, but that's what's cool. It's just the you know the networking, and we're all pretty supportive of each other. Um, I'm a big High Horizon fan. I love Draco Cat. Um, one of my favorite streamers. I I'm a mod in his chat now because I'm such a super fan. I don't know why he modded me. But, <laughs> have you um, seen Have you seen his music videos? Oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, yeah. That boy can sing song. like like really well too. That's great. We That's had great. him on the show not too long ago. Oh really? Yes, cool. yes, yeah. Uh, he's he's quite 
uh, wonderful. He gave me some great advice a long time ago. And um, yeah, he got married recently too. So that's, that's super cool. I'm very excited for him. Yeah, I like D-Money too, of course. Guy Grumpy. Yeah. Uh, they're all, they're all like, I was like, you know, high prize. And I was just a super high prize and fangirl. And then uh, Venga Dragon mm-hmm. messaged me on Twitter. And he was like, hey, a few people think that you'd be a great fit for our new hype rising community team and i like about pooped my pants when i saw the because <laughs> <new laughs> i was like what why is he dming me what did i do i was like oh my god venga's in my dms right now like because i love hype rising and i was like heck it took me all of two minutes so i was like read it heck yeah i'm in that sounds great <laughs> venga's cool yeah they've all been such like nice welcoming people um, I reached out to Vanga not too long ago about, we had some questions about merch. Um, and, uh, and he, he, like, not only did he answer all of my questions, he answered them almost immediately. And then he offered to, you know, some follow-up help and like, it's just so nice. Like I was, it was such wholesome content. I was very happy. Yeah. Great people. Great people. I can't speak high, highly enough of them. So. I think uh, you found some great folks over there. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Are there any other any other games that you play by any chance? Uh, you mentioned Overwatch earlier. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, Overwatch, not so much anymore. It's still tilting. <laughs> um, I like. I still play Dead by Daylight, um, which was actually my first PC game. Okay. And I recently picked up Splitgate, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I'm getting addicted to that. What is I've not I've not heard of that before. It's a shooting game. It's basically Halo meets Portal is what oh described it's it as. So fast paced, jumping around. I've seen some yeah. of it. It looks pretty neat. Okay, yeah, that it's sounds running cool. around. I like I like pew pewing <laughs> <laughs> and tea bagging. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Split. Splitgate actually tracks your teabags and your stats, and the crowd reacts to it, yes. So, like, let's say you get a victory, right, or you shoot somebody or you get the final kill. Um, the crowd, you know, is, is cheering for you, but then you go in their body and you start teabagging, and they go, boo. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, like... I- I, I feel like I almost should tell my son about it. When I caught him teabagging on Fortnite for the first time, I was like, what are you doing? And he's just giggling so hard. <laughs> and it was one of Hydra's proudest moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's absolutely yeah, I amazing. I don't know. I gotta see. I've, I've been trying to... Uh, ramp up my teabag counter i gotta go back and check it but i love that when you go to your profile stats it's like teabags it shows you with your kda that's hilarious <laughs> oh my god that is great that's amazing do you get like an achievement like when you hit a thousand and then like ten thousand oh i'm sure i haven't looked at the but i'm sure but, you know it's cool because it kind of like it 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 makes it less hostile for you when other people are like teabagging you. They're like, oh, they're just, you know, going for their achievement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, no offense. I'm just, I'm just trying to get the achievement. 
Oh, I'm, yes. I'm not toxic at all. It's <laughs> great. Oh, That's my incredible. God. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I... I maybe this weekend. I keep saying every weekend I'm going to do this. I need to set up the uh, the mixer and like the little sound bar thing where you you know you press the button and and I can't think of the name, but like you know you little sound effects come out. Soundboard. A soundboard. Thank you, thank you. Um, I need to do that. And, and the initial thought was to take sounds from like Hearthstone. You know, aha. Um, you know that type oh, of thing. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what I should do is rather is like go through the old shows and take clips of of us yes and (laughs) and so when we talk about the uh you know the weekly challenge or whatever then we have the clip of hydra saying like no disrespect i'm just trying to get my achievement Oh man! That's right, a great, that's incredible. <laughs> okay, one last question. One last question before we move on. We ask this to every guest that we have on the show: Is how did you come up with your username? How did you come up with Elusive Lucy? Well, fun fact: my name is not actually Lucy. My <gasps> <laughs> yeah, my real name is Sierra. Okay, um, but I like the name lucy from i love lucy and from mm. lucy from fairy tale and i came from xbox switch to pc like five years ago or so i had a really awkward cringe gamer tag on xbox and i was like i want to reinvent myself i want something with lucy um and i was playing uh, as mentioned my first pc game was dead by daylight which if you haven't heard of it it's a uh, 4v1 asymmetrical horror game and I started out playing as a survivor who is supposed to evade the killer in the game so there's four survivors one killer and when you're first starting out you're kind of hiding and being very elusive and I was like wait elusive Lucy that's an alliteration and I started out streaming Dead by Daylight when I first became a streamer so kind of like no, it fit, and here I am, five years later, still Lucy. Sometimes I forget my real name is Sierra. Um, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Have you ever introduced yourself in real life as Lucy to someone? Uh, no, but when someone, I respond more to if, like, you know, you're in a grocery store and they're like Lucy, and I'm like, wait, how do you know my name? Like, wait, my name's Sierra, <laughs> because I interact with more people online because I'm such like a homebody and like everybody I know is online versus IRL, so I'm I hear Lucy more than Sierra. That's awesome. That's so funny. There's always the reason that we always ask these questions is because there's always a good story, even if it's like super. Um, I, I was know, eating pizza at the or... time, so my name is Pizza. Right? Yes, <laughs> that has happened, and it's so much fun to know the answers. It's great. That's great. Oh my goodness. Okay, well let's let's move on into our weekly recap. Let's catch up, see what everyone's been up to this week, whether it's just your regular life or in Hearthstone itself. Nate, let's start with you. What's going on? What have you been up to, man? Yeah, so uh the the nerfs and buffs and stuff hit this past week and I was really nervous um to play Hearthstone. Honestly, I had some like 
was feeling some kind of latter anxiety, like, oh, what's going to happen now that the uh, the demon seed is gone? Is my deck still going to be good? And I spent a couple of days watching people um, through, you know, either on Twitch stream or um, in our Discord or in, in Burnt's Discord, kind of watching people. And thought, you know what, this is cool. Like, I can still do this. My deck seems like it's still good. And so I uh, spent one night in particular, like, uh, really, I, I was probably hmm, it was maybe three hours or so. Um, stream some games co-op with, uh, with Blue Train and with NHL and with 6J um, and, and, and Dr. Fish and had some you know, some success actually. Uh, so yeah, I, I ended up, um, th- this is, I ended up around 150, 152 legend, which is cool. I'd never have been this high, uh, this late in the season before. And cool. I should have stopped. Like I should have stopped when I got there and I was like, Oh, I don't know, maybe I can make two digits. And then I lost a few, but I, I was like, all right, all right, I'm just going to stop. Uh, cause people started like hard targeting the deck and uh but i still stopped like sub 200 and so it was like i think i ended the night around 180 um which is great i i don't know like i i i get ladder anxiety and especially after getting the like the 11x bonus i was like i never want to lose it and but then i didn't want to feel like it it feels disingenuous if that's the right word to like hit legend super early. Like I did this one month and I felt like such a fraud afterwards was like, I I hit legend super early. I came in at, I I don't know, 33 or something super low. And then I just didn't play for the rest of the month, you know? Yeah. Finished out the month at like 200, got my 11 X bonus. And I was like, I didn't play Hearthstone all month or like I played a bunch of standard and I played a bunch of duels, but it was like, I, I felt like, I don't know, like you like, cheesed it a little. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was like the 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 cowardly move, right? Because I knew that I was decaying so slow that if I didn't play, like I'd just keep it. Um, and I didn't want to do that this month. And what I saw this month a little bit was that I I forced Pirate Warrior super hard into Demon Seed at the beginning of the month, and like I had like a. 40 45 percent win rate with it and then i switched over to odd hunter and and like sailed on through but because my mmr was worse my dk was like faster this month and i i was like oh no oh no like i gotta i gotta play some games and like reclaim my my throne over here um and so i did that and it was fun i i love doing co-op games uh especially when i can learn something like i like to I guess for me, there's kind of two types of co-op. There's one where I'm kind of like guiding the ship and like coaching. And then there's one where I'm playing with people who are better than me and trying to learn from them. What I try to do, like, I don't like the style where someone's telling me, okay, do this. Okay, do this. Because I feel like I'm not really playing. Like, I don't want to just be told what to do because then I, I didn't earn it. But like, so what I'll do sometimes is like, all right, here's, here's my thought. I, I want to do this and here's why I want to do this. What do you think? Um, and get different opinions on it. And that seems to work really well for me. I'm trying really hard to learn and, and I like that. Um, and I feel like with, uh, you know, someone like blue train or, or, or NHL or, or six J who's like the, these incredible players, um, able to kind of, uh, 
absorb some of their knowledge through osmosis or whatever it is. But anyways, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I, I feel a little bit more confident because of it. And so I, I had a great time. I had a great time playing. Um, and then yesterday uh, I was supposed to be prepping for the show. And instead of doing that, I played Diablo two and, uh, <laughs> and it's really fun. Uh, when we did um, when the beta was out, um, Hydra and I played uh, some co-op together and I was playing as the Paladin and I kind of went back to my roots and I just created a barbarian, uh, like dual wielding, you know, axes in each hand. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need nice. No, I don't need no stinking shield. Like that's cool. <laughs> I just need, I just need two axes and it was, it was fun. I tried to, um, I try to give embrace the, this mork life. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's, that's no true. shield. Nah, we don't need no stinking shields. Um, I love it. It's great. And uh yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I think that the graphics are better in in this version than even in the beta. I could be wrong, but like it, it just looks great to me and it's a lot of fun. I didn't quite make it through the first um act act, act yes. I got pretty far. I got to to the final like um church or whatever it's called. The uh, catacombs. Yeah, but I didn't like it was already like a little bit after midnight and I was getting tired and then I realized like oh my god I have not prepped for the show. I got to do the artwork for the listener series and like I need to stop. But it's so much fun. I did make my character the like you have to choose if you want an online character or an offline character. And so I made sure to make it an an online character in case anyone wanted to play. Um so that's been fun. And then because I guess one of the things that I like about Diablo is that at least for this type of character, like you're just smashing people. Like you don't have to think about it. I'm not casting spells or laying traps or summoning, you know, animals or whatever. Like I'm just swinging my axes. And so there's like zero thought process. Like I'll forget what I'm doing. I'm just clicking around and killing little demons. Just wait till you get whirlwind and then you can just spin around the whole time. Oh, that is the plan. That is the plan. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I've got Diablo going on one screen, and then I've got like you know Netflix or YouTube or whatever on the other screen. And so I finished up like I we have Apple TV Plus. I finished watching um, Lissy's Story by Stephen King, which was good, but like it was a confusing book. And the TV series, like Julianne Moore was great and Clive Owen was great, but like it was confusing. Also, I was like, yeah, it was okay, but. I I switched over to um, Servant, a show on there by um, M. Night uh, Shyamalan, however you pronounce his name. I I will butch it forever, but I'm a big fan of his. And uh, the show is brilliant, Uh, absolutely brilliant storyline. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I have not been like this intrigued in a show in ages. And I managed to jam through... Uh, the first season over the last week. And uh, it was great. The acting is incredible. And it also co-stars Ron Weasley. Uh, and how can you go wrong with Ron Weasley, right? Nice. Um, and, and so it's just been great. It, it's been a welcome distraction. Uh, okay, okay, okay. All right. I see you, chat. Yes, the airbender was was his moment of weakness. Okay. I, I will recognize that, but I liked, <laughs> I liked lady in the water. I liked, 
The Sixth Sense and I liked The Village and I liked even that stupid Marky Mark movie with the where Mother Earth was angry and the wind was and trees <laughs> were killing people. It was a good movie. And Signs was I, I've never seen that one, but that sounds right up my alley. <laughs> and Signs was okay. Invincible was great. I really liked Invincible. I'm not a soundtrack person, but I loved the soundtrack for Invincible. And the sequel with James was it James McAvoy? Yeah, Split. Yeah, yes. Yes, it was great. I'm a big fan. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's he's so cool. It's a great show. I recommend it. Glass was great as well. Yes, thank I you. I can't pronounce it either. My friend always says Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've always said like Shyamalan. I don't know if that's right or not, but like I, I don't know. I was so upset. Okay, so the guy um who is the 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 dad or the husband or whatever in the movie is Rahul. I don't I don't can't think of his last name at the top of my head. Um I'm going to find it real quick. He's amazing. Um he's on Twitter and he's very funny. Rahul um Kohli, K O H L I. Uh he's great. He's um in uh anyways i so i kept getting him confused because in the picture here it it looks like him but it's not him it's somebody else and i kept Mm -hmm. thinking it was him but then i got this um there's a brand new show on netflix called midnight mass and i uh, a couple of my buddies on twitter had said oh hey you know if you sign up you can get the um the early screening for it and uh, and I was like, oh, I think I'm too late because they only let 1,500 people in. Um, and then I clicked the button and I managed to get in. And then I forgot to watch it. And as it turns out, like it's, this is it's just so weird, right? As it turns out, the guy that is in this movie is not Rahul, but the guy who is in Midnight Mass is and it's like (laughs) my brain is all sideways i have a couple of great shows so i that is probably what i will be binging all weekend i'll probably watch season two of servant and i'll be watching midnight mass on netflix so um anyways i i asked my wife uh it was last night or this morning you know is there anything that you want to do this weekend she goes yes i was like all right cool what do you want to do she goes nothing okay it sounds (laughs) perfect it sounds so nice um Anyways, it is it has been a long week. I you could probably tell my brain is totally fried, but I'm really happy to be here and spend time with all of you. So, Sheep, what have you been up to? Yeah, um so lately, gosh, I guess really the past almost month because it was late August, like I've had uh this issue with my foot. Um so I haven't been, you know, running, which I'd been doing like a really good job of like going running pretty much every day for a while. Um and so I finally uh got uh, an x-ray on that actually just this morning, which was great. Um so I can actually see kind of what's up there. Um hopefully that actually like gets some progress on that cuz that would be awesome. Um uh outside of that, you know, work has been crazy, <laughs> but that's that's just kind of the general thing. Uh, played some Hearthstone, uh, had my THL match um, on Thursday, actually, uh, so just last night, and got swept by Skittles. Awesome player, don't feel too bad about that one. 
Um, mm. You know, you win some, you lose some, and you know, Skittles is a very good player and was very gracious in uh, uh, his win. Um, and yes, uh, Schmoopy, I, I I gotta say, I did go see to a, a, a specialist. I, that was classic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is it my, the, the, the farrier? Is that the name of it? I, I always just call call the called him the, the the animal cobbler. But <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Um, so uh, I was originally going to have my legacy THL match right before um, our show tonight, but my opponent ended up having to postpone it for um, personal reasons. Which was a really good thing because, like, I got home and was like sitting at my my desk here about fifteen minutes before like go time. So it was like oh, I was glad they had to postpone that. Yeah, uh, oh, that worked out. That worked out. So that worked out pretty well. Um, so I still get to play that one now tomorrow, and then of course my listener series match after the show tonight. That's yeah. gonna be a blast. Can't wait. Get to face off against our buddy Jordan MG. That's right. The winner pretty much is, I'm not going to say guaranteed, but like the winner's probably going to to the playoffs and the loser probably does not. (laughs) Uh, So it's a high stakes match. Yeah. Um, Oh, I got legend and standard before last week's show, um, but didn't get a chance to kind of say anything then because my internet revolted. So I uh, get to kind of bring it up now. Played, of course, Aggro Druid because, of course, I did. Aggro, anytime <laughs> Aggro Druid is viable anywhere, I, I will be playing it. I love yeah. that deck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we missed you last week. Your your internet uh, like took the dump, and we we missed you. So welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I was bummed that I didn't get to hang out with y'all then, but um. Thankfully, they finished up the construction behind me, and would you look at that? They the, the internet's now fixed too, so hmm. we take those coincidence. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's not us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Suddenly, it's it's okay again. Strange. S- hmm. Seems sus. Super sus. But anyway, that's been my week. Uh, a lot of work and a lot of playing. Um, uh, well, really, honestly, I've been playing a lot of even lock too. Uh, whenever I've been playing wild, so I get to talk about that a little bit more when we get to uh, our decks of the week. So, little little preview there. So that's nice. been the week here in the city of Electric Sheep. Excellent. How have things been with your week, Lucy? Um, it's been pretty cool. I'm on a break from school right now. My first break in like six years. So I've kind of just been chilling i don't go back to school till february oh okay february so it's gonna be nice um i got to chat with some streamer idols i don't you guys know dragon writer right we all know dragon writer yeah she's she's great great people i I love her i love her I, i look up to her a lot and so i was like hey i'm having this problem with my camera anxiety can you like help can you be my therapist? And she was like, let's come up with some ideas to to help with that. And so one of the ideas was doing webcam once a week. Okay. Uh, turning cam on once a week. So we came up with webcam Wednesday. So this week I got 
to do my first webcam Wednesdays stream. Nice. Um, so how'd it go? It went good. It was, I was very nervous. Um, I did unpublish the VOD, but I still did <laughs> the webcam Wednesday. And I think, you know, every week it'll probably get, get easier. Um, and then Thursday I did my first tournament. Um, it was with Hype Horizons Thursday Night Throwdown. Okay. Lost the first round, got swept, but that's okay. Learning experience. <laughs> it, it happens. Um, <laughs> it happens. So that's still yeah. that's cool though. That sounds like fun. Yeah, and then um, Saturday, not yeah, Saturday I hit Legend in Wild. I never thought that was ever going to happen, but nice. That's you, you know what I have to say. That's super awesome for for uh, like playing in the. This is your second month in Wild. I hit Legends yeah, well, so quickly, yeah. like I only had a week of experience before. Like I didn't even really climb that much last month. So I want you to know, like that is really really good. People struggle with that for a long time. It took me years to do it. Like that that's great. I, I want you to know that's like it takes talent to do that. So excellent. I don't I wouldn't I appreciate that and I appreciate um the kind words, but I have to be entirely honest. I think the deck carried me, Odd Quest Hunter, also because I was highly intoxicated when I hit Legend. I <laughs> went out and got drunk, and I was in a call with my friend Yum Pickles. He he wasn't oh. he wasn't coaching me or anything. Red dragons. But, but oh I was god. super drunk. I was That's streaming so just for him. Funny. Oh my god. No, but you know what? I it takes a good pilot. It it doesn't matter if the deck is good. It doesn't matter if the deck is good because like. I mean, you still need to be a good pilot of it. And, you know, I mean, maybe if nothing mm -hmm. else, like a lot of people, myself included, get anxiety, especially when you're like that close to legend. It's like, I just need to win one more. I just need to win two more. And uh, I, I get nervous. And like, maybe that helped with the nerves a little bit. I don't know. You know what? I Actually, I think since you say that, what helped with the nerves is I wasn't focused on getting legend i was focused on getting my 500 wins on hunter oh, okay. for the first mm. time. and i actually hit the 500 like two games before i hit legend nice. so i was just focused on tallying up the wins for for the hero portrait and i couldn't and and i guess that's why i stuck to wild too was because i can't play you know it's either face hunter or quest hunter kind of sucks in standard so yeah like, this this quest hunter and wild is so cool mm -hmm. um, a lot of more, a lot more options. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I played a lot of it in standard last week. Like I was going, I was bouncing back and forth between standard quest hunter and wild quest hunter. And it messed me up so bad because the math is different. And like, I'm not that oh, good at math. Very different. <laughs> I'm not that good at math in the first place. Like, and, and then on, so, so now you're doing two damage every turn instead of three. And, uh, it it threw me off so bad. I do not recommend it. By the way, the yeah. deck is not very good in standard. I forced it. I hit D five with it, but like, it is not. I do not recommend it. It was very fun, and it was like it was such a demeaning experience because I kept <laughs> getting stomped on. Like, it it was. Uh, I don't know. 
There's nothing worse when you aim your hero power at a three health minion and you're like, gotcha. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, unfortunate. And I did that um, more than I would like to admit. <laughs> so, anyways. Yes, that's awesome. So five, you got your 500, uh, 500 wins, Golden Hunter, plus Wild Legend? That's great. Plus Wild Legend. Yeah, that's this a week good has month. been so full of a good month, good week. is my first time, you know, being a guest on a podcast. Nice. Um, okay. First time being Double Legend. Like, it's just an exciting week for me. That's like, rad. Really cool. I, I've never yeah. done that before. I've never done that yeah. before. Because I've only been Legend in, um, I guess now, Standard three times this month so nice. like things are happening very fast in hearthstone and i don't know maybe it's because i'm so new i'm not like and i really try to study the players that i admire um and pick up their thinking styles and i don't have bad habits <laughs> i don't know yeah you, you got a fire under your butt right now yeah right <laughs> Hey, that's great. Well, congratulations. That, that sounds like a really exciting week. And so and I will say um, we're, we're happy to have you on. So very I'm cool. happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Hydra, what about you? What have you been up to? So I took a page out of Sheep's uh, book. He's been doing all this running lately. And we had talked about like, I don't know, like a month or more ago that we were all going to try to start running or whatever. And I have not been doing it up until this week. I finally did it on my lunch hour. I made my way to the closest uh, sport check. I don't know if you guys have that in America. Is that an American store? No. What's it called? Uh, sport check. It's it's it, in Canada. It's basically everything. All sports. You go there. Sport. It has sport. Sport check. Sports sport, and outdoors. Sport check. Sport check. Hmm. All right, that's new to me, but that's cool. Anyway, went there, got myself some proper running shoes because all I have is like skateboard shoes and work boots, right? So, and like fancy sort of like dress shoes you would wear with a suit sort of thing. So right. you can't run in any of those. Um, not with I that mean, attitude. Not not advisable. <laughs> <laughs> Even with a better attitude, it's not advisable. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and got myself some nice shoes, and I started my runs at the very beginning of the week. And I just have, like, my block that I have, and I live, like, on a, a slanted hill. Mm-hmm. So I have to, the first half, I have to run uphill to go around the block and then come down the second half. And it was horrible the first time. Like (laughs) I have not realized how bad my cardio has gotten where, when I was like making my way up the hill and I had like another hundred feet left and I'm like panting and my heart is beating out of my chest. I'm like, Oh no, what have I done? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. Well, I've I've transitioned into a job in the last couple years of I do have a desk job now in an office and I was always on my feet and always doing things at all times, moving around. And then I got the promotion into the office and now I sit on my butt. Right? Yep. And yep, yep. it definitely changed things. That's for sure. But um I actually was recording my time uh, with a stopwatch, and I have decreased my time every day this week so far. Wow. Running nice. 
Yeah. You know what? It, I ran to the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbed a hoagie, can of Coke. Jeez. We should do that challenge someday for real. Like we we started to to do it, but then we didn't do it. We we if if we do it official, like I'll participate, like because I can compete. If so, for those of you watching or listening, what we're talking about is the idea was all right. Who I, we'll have to figure it out. We have to make it like body percentage or whatever. It was like whoever loses the most weight or BMI or whatever whatever it is, like. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The other two will pick a. We'll have to craft a golden legend of the other two's choosing. Yeah, and like yeah. it's gonna be Millhouse or or Lorewalker Cho or some terrible card like that. Do y'all not already have Golden Millhouse and Lorewalker Cho? <laughs> no, I did have Golden Lorewalker Cho, and it got dusted a long time ago. Now I just have a regular one. Yeah. If Sad. you ever want to do that, I'm down. We just have a new segment on the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, w- once, once my uh, foot issue clears up and I can actually go running again, then sign me up. But, uh, All right. That means is, I is yeah. it, What does your ETA look like so I know how much longer I can be lazy for? <laughs> <laughs> well, they just took the x-ray, but haven't like gotten back to me about what it means yet. So, question mark. So I got some time. Yeah, so so that's what I've been doing exercise-wise so far this week. It's been a change, so it's pretty neat. It sucks getting out of bed that early in the morning to run around in the dark. Right. But, um, you know, it's 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 a good thing. So, um, also, uh, like Nate had already discussed, new game, not new game, but uh, new release of Diablo 2. Came out this week, and I happened to work from home yesterday because I had some training uh, that I had to do an online course. And my training didn't start till 8.30 a.m. Pacific time, and Diablo 2 started at 8 a.m. <laughs> so I had a half an hour window in there where I could play the game. So in the first half an hour, like I hopped on and I jammed D2 instantly. And managed to, I made a sorceress and I got to level eight in that half an hour. Wow. Which was, yeah. Yeah. The question um, is, did you, did you play on one screen and do your work like meeting on the other screen? So and be careful because we're recording this. <laughs> so what I did do was, um, I didn't want to, cause normally when I bring my work laptop home, I'll hook up to my setup here, but instead I, I've got like an L-shaped desk, so I put it off to the side and set up another two monitors on on the side. So I had four monitors on my desk. Oh, my God. And so I had the computer work set up, and then I still had my regular set up at the same time. Um, and no, I didn't play while I was supposed to be doing training. Uh, we had <laughs> We had breaks. We actually had... Uh, a whole hour and a half total worth of breaks during the the whole thing. So the first half an hour before it started, managed to make it to level eight. Then there was a 15 to 20-ish minute break where I hopped on. And I actually, because everyone was on fire. The second it started, I got in a group where we just stormed like act one, right? And that's how I got to level eight. And then logged oh. back in on my next break. And then, in another group, and we stormed through, and I made it to Act Two on my second break. Wow! Like, I, yeah, we we killed Indariel. We were in Act Two, and I was level fourteen. I'm like, this is nuts, and then have to log back off again. Then comes lunch, 
and I kept it open on my screen. So I was just in the Blizzard chat, um, like in the lobby, and people were just complaining that all the servers are down, no one can log in. Like they let you into the game, but you couldn't actually play the game. So yeah. you're just in a lobby, and everyone was complaining. I mean, day one, this sort of thing happens. Happened with Diablo 3 release too. But, um, and then, so when I finally, uh, at my lunch break, hopped back in, I had lost basically half of what I had done. I had reverted from that level 14 back to level 8. Whoa. I had not completed Act 1. I was still only in, like, the first third of Act 1 and lost any items or experience that I had got. Oh, wow. no. And I'm like, What? Oh no! And so I just I'm like I'm not gonna worry about it till later. Like that sucks. People are complaining they can't log in right now. So whatever. And then the end of the day came, and the second it was over, I had to go pick my wife up from work, come back, and then I was just on it. And I played a lot. Um, <laughs> I ended up leveling my sorceress on uh, night one to level forty. What? Oh yeah. my gosh! What? Yeah, my 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 Sork is level forty right now, um, and that was just from playing last night. Basically. Did you did you sleep? No, I went to bed at ten thirty a.m. As someone who's played the game a lot in the past, you figure out how to do it. There's there's ways. Wow, I just play it like slow and steady. I love clearing the map. Like I get this kind of OCD thing that if I don't clear the map, I'm not happy. And... Yeah, <laughs> I wow. mean, I've done that so many times that if I want to rush through, like I can. Um, I did full clear Act Three because what happened was servers went down while I was in a game, and we were being told from some outside friends saying don't log out of your game like if you're in you're in and if you leave you cannot get back in so it was only me and one other person and we the two of us made our way through most of act three and cleared and act three is huge um it, it, and it just looks gorgeous the game lo- looks absolutely amazing so i'm really happy but yes i did yeah. make it to level 40 last night which is Dude. crazy hey did you do you try out the feature where you toggled back and forth between the old graphics I- Keep forgetting to do it. It's so great. Uh, it's just the nostalgia is there. It, it, like only for two seconds, but to see it is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be jamming a lot more D2 this weekend. Like for sure. It's, yeah. it's my it's my jam. So that's definitely going to happen. Um, I You know how I was, we were doing the Dark Tower series, right? Right. So I, fin- I finished book one a couple weeks ago, took a bit of a break, and I've hopped into uh, book two now. And totally different than the first book. Like, data jump, data jump. <laughs> like, it's it's so different. It's so different, and I'm enjoying it. Like, it's it's a cool switch. The first yeah. book is is more like a Western, right? And then the second book is not... <laughs> yeah the the beginning right off the start like what the heck she did a little homage to that a second ago uh-huh. <laughs> I, I don't want to say too much but yeah it starts off uh pretty hectic and um a lot of the questions that i've had in the first book they're starting to sort of answer now mm-hmm. as to like where they 
are, like what world they're in, what's what's going on. It's things are still a little confusing, but you're learning a lot more. Um, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I am having a great time, and when I'm done, I'll tell you if I recommend it. But so far, yes. All right. Yeah, Nate, you didn't finish the first one yet, did you? No, I just couldn't get into it, and then I started listening to the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo series, and they're oh, yeah. so good. I'm like halfway through the second book right now. Uh, I've just been jamming like uh, like a lot of time, a lot of time in those books. I'll, I'll get I'll get back to it at some point. I did. And I'll have to privately talk then. I did oh, yeah. get a. I did get the whole series from the library, the auto, uh, the audio books. Um, so oh, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. So I'll get around to them. Um, I'll get around to them. Just, I was having a hard time getting into the first book. I'm not a Western person, and that's what threw me off. I think. I I will. I will. Because Stephen King. The series, I, as far as I can tell, isn't Western. Just the first first book is in in that style. Yeah. Yeah, the, the first book is definitely feels like the longest, even though it's the shortest. I'll tell you what, sure. if it wasn't Stephen King, I would I would stop right now. But Stephen King is like my hands down my favorite author. Maybe second. I like Neil Gaiman. Stephen King is probably first and then maybe maybe Neil Gaiman after. But like I have to give it a go because of of who wrote it. I feel like this universe is very well thought out. Oh, I'm yes. gonna put it. No I'm doubt. Gonna put it that yeah. Way. Okay. 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 No, I'll give it a try. I'll I'll, I'll push through. You, you'll yeah. love it when you get through the first one in particular. Um, three and or sorry, two and seven and pretty much all of it aside from one. I think that you're gonna really dig for different reasons. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty cool. So definitely enjoying it. I'm going to continue that. It's not. It's also not that big of a book. It's definitely bigger than the first one, but I, I want to push to see if I can have it done in like a, a week's time. Should be able to do that. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's awesome. Uh, Hearthstone wise, I I was taking it easy, like a lot of us were before we had some you know changes. Mm-hmm. The game was a little stale here in Wild, and I was just, you know, sort of waiting for that to happen. I was jamming a lot of Diablo 1, actually, wow. before uh, the D2 release was coming. But as soon as we got some changes in, and we'll talk more about it later, I was right on the Pirate Warrior train just because of certain changes. And... I I happen to have the quest on all three servers, so I I just jammed that, and I was having an absolute blast. I don't know why I neglected to run the quest in Pirate Warrior when it first came out, other than I thought it was just going to be slow. It's just so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it's a different play pattern, for sure, but yeah, it's so much fun. I, I have questions I'm going to ask later about it, because I make some questionable decisions um, mm. that I think... I can't tell if they're right or wrong, but yeah, um, no, let's let's yeah, we should talk about it. I've I've taken it to Legend no oh, two months in a row. I did. I played a lot of it, and I played a lot of it pre quest and post quest, and it's definitely different, right? Yeah, I, I so I I brought a list uh, this week, and we could talk about it later. But yeah, I do have some questions. I want to get some feedback from you guys, but uh, that's basically been it for my week. How about we hop into some listener series? Yes. Absolutely. So this 
is the fifth week of our listener series and the final week of the regular season. All right. All right. The challenge for week five is one, not two submitted by K. So the rules for one, not two is each deck must be made up of 29 two cost cards and one differently costed card. That differently costed card can be different for each deck. Different cost, different everything. Uh, The only bans are the global ones of Ganon Baku. Um, (laughs) For our video watchers, Hydra's making a face because unfortunately he submitted two decks with Gen because because he forgot about the the season long ban of Gen and Buck. <laughs> I yeah, I was like, wow, these decks are going to be awesome. <laughs> Mistakes were made. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Wow, I'm, blu- I'm blushing. Really? Wow. <laughs> so there were a lot of different. Uh, options to go with your kind of one not two card um for example i went with an aggro druid i saw a lot of people when they went with aggro druid put in um graybow i went with um the arbor up instead on mine you know it's just like different people made different different choices there which i think is really interesting um of course questline hunter is pretty popular as well um taunt warrior with the the quest the the taunt quest there is really cool um but there are a, a lot of really innovative deck building going in yeah this um, this one was fun one. this one was fun yeah so after the show this evening uh, hydra and, and nate at the very least uh will, will be casting a match but i will i will not be joining the casting this week because they will be casting the match between myself and Jordan MG. Uh, Both of us are towards the (laughs) bottom of the top eight. So a win probably takes us into the playoffs and a loss probably loses uh, whoever loses uh, playoff contention. So there's a lot riding on that one. Yeah. If you, yeah, yeah. It, uh, there's a lot riding on it. <clears throat> Very high stakes. So if you're watching live, we will stream the match right after the show. Um, if you're catching this on the replay, Nate posts the show, the casted matches on YouTube um, pretty much at the same time that the, the show goes up. So check it out there. So very excited. Can't wait to uh, watch it after the match to to see what what y'all say about uh stuff and things there it's gonna be a blast this one was fun i i have to big shout out to k um her deck ideas or for at least for this week were amazing and it i I will say and shout out to all the people that submitted ideas uh for this series Mm -hmm. this one in particular i really enjoy because it's you got to think outside the box i mean um it, it was tricky it was tricky the deck building and i'm i'm looking forward to it as well so uh sh- should be a lot of fun I'm looking forward to it yeah so that is what's happening in born to be wild listeners series this week 
What's going on in the wider world of Hearthstone this week, Hydra? Well, if you guys have noticed or not, uh, we got some golden bundles in the store. Uh, You can choose between some standard bundles or some classic bundles. Uh, There's smaller ones. There's larger ones. There's the smaller ones are $24.99. They come with a golden card with five packs. And then there's some larger ones that uh, are $50 that come with two golden legendaries and 12 golden packs. So there's a bunch of options for whatever, you know, you kind of want here. And if you do like the golden bundles or not, um, Lucy, are golden cards something that you pursue or is is you kind of shy away from this sort of thing? Um, I don't spend money on golden cards, and someone might want to reach through the computer and smack me for this, but if, when I wanted to craft golden priest cards, I dusted all my druid. (laughs) 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 I love that. I love that. That's great. That's great. That's bold. If there's a class that you don't play, why not? Yeah, I don't like druid at all. I don't like to play it. I don't like to see it. So, I just... That's great. Oh, so it it was basically like, I'm going to get you, I'm going to disenchant you. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Take my teabag, Druid. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I'm mostly free to play unless it's something cosmetic, so... Yeah, these are, I mean, some of us really, really enjoy this sort of thing. And if it's not that something that you're interested, nobody is forced to purchase these things. Some of us can't help it. I don't know what to say. Uh, You guys, uh, Nate, Sheep, did either of you grab this? Oh, yeah. Guilty. So here's the question, though. So you have six options here. Nate's holding his hand over his face for the audio listeners. How many of the six did you get, Nate? Six. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know what? I, it was really expensive. (laughs) I, I, I will say, okay. Number one, I do not recommend it. I don't recommend it. That was a lot of money. Uh, I will say that I had incredible luck in the packs. Uh, I will say that I have zero self-control. And <laughs> I'm glad that... Okay, okay. So I got a lot, though. Okay, golden golden legendaries. Because you get... The, the higher-up bundles, you get two. But then yes. I, I opened a bunch in the packs as well. So I ended up with the Bulwark of Azanoth, Lady Vosh... Grom Hellscream, King Crush, uh, Alexstrasza, Deathwing, Star Student, Stelina, Reliquary of Souls, Deck of Chaos, Black Knight, Tyrion Fordring, and Scenarios. I think there might be more that I missed. Like, it was a great haul. Absolutely great haul. Uh, yeah, because you're, like, you're guaranteed 10, right, based off of what they have, right? So there's two, four, six, eight from the top ones, and then nine, yes. ten for the bottom two. So yeah, you get ten, and then plus whatever you open. And I, Yeah, so I, I must be missing some, because I opened at least four from the packs. 
So you've got like 14 golden legendaries. Something like that. Yeah. Like I did really well. Um, and a bunch of epics as well. Like it, it, it was great. And I'm glad because like the price point was ridiculous. Yeah. She yeah. had it, had it go for you. I did pretty well too. Um, not quite as good as Nate, but, but pretty solid. So, um, from classic, I got Captain Greenskin, Lore Walker Cho. <laughs> <laughs> the aforementioned Lore Walker I Cho. I guess you, we can't make you craft it now. <laughs> uh, Gromash Hellscream, King Mukla, Nas Dormu, Ysera, and Deathwing. Ooh. Um, so I was finished out my, uh, classic, uh, golden, dragon dudes okay with, yeah. with those so really happy with that deathwing is amazing art and golden so good so yeah. good um so then from the standard golden bundles i got uh kiri chosen of a loon uh mazaki master duelist uh lord Barov, seek guidance the priest quest line soul mirror and Overlord Sourfang. So pretty okay. solid pulls there, too. Uh, particularly Lord Barov and Mozaki were choice. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great. So's Thank your you. face. Oh. Got yeah, him. Got him. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So if you know if you're interested, these are in the shop. If if that's what you like, uh, I have not grabbed them uh, this time around. I don't know if I will. So what happened was the the duels uh, pre order is still in the store, and I originally had only purchased um, the Diablo one. And okay. I've done a lot of research so far into duels, and I've been watching a lot of the content, and it seems like it's something that I do want to play. And um, I'm like, mm, I'm going to get the other two pre-orders. So I did that a few days ago. And then they dropped this. And I'm like, ah. I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I I saw these. I thought the third one was a joke. Like, somebody said there's like a... Because they called it the Omega Bundle. And I was like, ah, ha, ha, that's funny. Don't you know? Don't don't joke about that. It's too expensive. And they're like, "Oh no, no, it's it's real." And I was like, and then I saw it. I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Anyways, yes, I didn't grab them. But do we know how long they're going to be in the store for? We have not heard that yet. Uh, at the very least, we also didn't really kind of get a heads up that it was coming before it just showed up either, though. So that's that's not too unusual. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The Hearthstone store be weird sometimes. I'm just happy that every. It looks like everybody got offered all of them because last time it they did that like different people got different bundles, and I hate when they do that. Yeah. Because um, what I'm. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. It's cool. I was just, I didn't get offered one of them last time or I, I didn't get offered the big one, which I would have yeah. purchased and, and I, I didn't. So, <laughs> oh, didn't yeah. you ask about that? And you got an answer saying, oh, don't, don't you worry. There's, There's plenty something to spend else. Money yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> we got you, Nate. We got you, Nate. This is all for you. So what I'm most looking forward to in the shop is the uh, other kind of a uh, data mined leaked um, 
uh, hero portrait bundle that that oh, yeah. we haven't seen yet. That that I'm most looking forward to. The 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 portrait bundle that was, you know, has already come out is is cool. Like I like them, especially um, Goldan. But the one that's about to come out is the one that I'm most excited for. That one looks really cool. It's all yes. like fairy tales and stuff. Yeah, like, the fairy tale oh, ones. Big those fan. Look cool. Let me let me ask all of you a question though. So between the Shadowlands bundle that just came out and the Fairy Tale bundle that's about to come out, like we were to, we talked about it a little bit last week that Rogue is conspicuously missing. Like there are there are hero skins for every class except the Rogue. Do you think that there is some Rogue thing coming or are they just just Rogue getting no love because that's what they normally do? I mean, we just got scab skins, so is that why? I don't know. It just seems strange. I it think... does seem a little strange because we also got like guff skins too, but there was still a, a Malfurion. Yeah. I, I mostly bought the Shadowlands bundle for um, Goldan. Like, I'm, I'm never switching away from Dame Hazelbark. You can't make me. <laughs> may, <laughs> may I put on my tinfoil hat for two seconds? Yes, sir. Okay. King okay. Togwaggle. <laughs> uh, no. I think no 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 no. I, as much as I would love that, I think ridiculous hat would love 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 it. Um, what I th- here's what I think right. Uh, the uh, the the mini set is coming, and mm-hmm. uh, they I think the data mining or or the predictions or whatever we're talking about it being the dead mines, and if we talk about the dead mines, the main character is none other than Edwin Van Cleef. Ah. who just so happens to be a rogue like that is that is my that is my tinfoil hat prediction edwin portrait coming for rogue new edwin card it probably it it probably won't happen but like i can't think of why else there would be a rogue portrait missing aside from that they don't like like they rogue has not gotten love in years so maybe that's just why it could be as simple as that but Anyways, Van Van, I guess, Van Cleef portrait would be rad, right? Oh, and then the, yeah, and then we get all the different versions of it if it's on the reward track or whatever. That would be sweet. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll that. see. All right. Well, let's move into the meat. So we last week knew that we were going to have some nerfs, some buffs. A reworked card and a ban. We were theorizing as to what they were going to be. They not only have been finally announced, but we have them. They are here. And let's do it. Let's go through them. So first up, we have a nerf as well as a ban with a card. The Demon Seed is now gone from the wild format and nerfed in the standard format that's crazy Ding dong the witch is dead <laughs> <laughs> which old witch yes it's so they have to take eight damage uh on the first two turns right that's where it went up to for for the standard players mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah and wild it's just gone um so it i found it pretty interesting that they set this uh precedence a standard that uh with Steeler that it's definitely an option now that cards can will or will be banned when they are destroying, you know, the matter warping it this bad. And it happened. It's, it's a sure thing. It's done. It's gone. The card is gone. And you have no idea how happy 
everybody is? Everybody is, right? Like, I guess we do know then, because we all are just like, I was getting just sick of the meta. I really was. And I am the type of person who's like, oh, just play the counter. It's fine. I'm always like glass half full. And it got to me. It usually doesn't, but it did. And it's gone. Um, Lucy, as someone who hasn't been playing the wild format too long, I'm guessing you did see this card uh, in your more, you know, your recent events into wild. Is this something that, that you ran into very much when you started playing wild? Uh, yeah. And I hated it very much. Um, and I felt that hatred for the card carry over to standard. And I just hated warlock altogether. Hate's a strong word, but I mean it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but you know, the odd quest hunter. I won, you know, the majority of the matches versus them. But when I lost it, I just felt like, what could I have done differently? Mm. Like it's just so OP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it just it completed so fast, and you you just felt helpless against mm-hmm. it, and. I, for one, am glad about it. I'm guessing the feeling is mutual with you guys, uh, everybody here. (laughs) I have no regrets. I'm happy. Happy to see it gone. Now, here's Uh, the question. Oh, sorry, Sheep? Oh, I I had a a gold and a a regular one, so I'm very happy. That's the question (laughs) I was about to ask, actually, because I believe the three of us, Sheep, Nate, and myself, all have gold and regular copies of this. Uh, like, what are you, are you gonna see? I pride myself on having all of the cards and I feel weird about getting rid of them, even though they're worth so much dust. Are you guys sheep? Did you disenchant them? I disenchanted the regular one. I haven't disenchanted the gold one yet. It's still playable in standard and I do play both formats. Um, it's a lot worse than it was, um, as it should be, uh, but I mean, I I kept my gold copy so far. I may end up disenchanting that, you know, to make some other things at some point. But um, you know, whenever I while I can still get the the full refund. Um, but I've been you know crafting some gold cards with some gold stuff uh, mm-hmm. uh, lately, so I haven't felt like I needed to quite yet. How Nate, about you, Nate? Yeah. yeah, so I had them both as well. I kept the golden one mostly because I'm just a completionist and I like the gold cards. Um, and, and, you know, that my thought was like one of these days, maybe it will be playable again. You know, I mean, here's the question, right? Same, same with Steeler is what happens when it rotates out of standard? What are they going to do with it in wild? Is it going to get reworked? Or... I thought I saw a statement that they were going to rework Demon Seed mm-hmm. on I, rotation. Yeah. I think they said yeah, that we was just Steeler. don't know how yet. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not ready. Yeah, I'm not ready to get rid of it. And between like because I got so many gold packs lately and gold cards, I'm sitting on a ton of dust. And so I'm not, um, uh, you know, hi cat. My my cat's blocking the camera. Um, I yeah, I'll just keep it for now and see what happens. I, I don't know. There's nothing that I like. I feel like I'm missing too too bad right now um in terms of wanting to craft gold maybe with the um the mini set there will be some things but right now i I don't know so yeah i kept the golden one dusted the non-gold um yeah i I did like so normally uh normally what i do is i dust 
my non-golden copies of things and keep the golden copies. But hey, get out of my pizza cat. Sorry, sorry. Um, Dumberai pizza cats. <laughs> I told him to get out of my pizza. The cat is trying to eat my pizza. Hey, he literally just took a piece and like tried to walk off with it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He has That's like bold. zero shame and very bold. Yes. I'll set up the cat cam so you can see him. Anyways, uh typically I will get rid of my extras and keep the golden versions unless I think that there's gonna be some nerves. And so I had kept my extra copies of the uh, the mithril rod because mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna get hit and it did. <laughs> uh it did in fact get ruined. It, yeah, it's now the ruined Mithril Rod. Um, and uh, I did that same thing with the, the Demon Seed quest, and there was one other, I don't recall. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I'm sitting on a lot of dust right now, and I'm pretty happy about that. So, yeah. Good. Yeah, that's cool. So on to our next card. We got Ironbound Brute has uh, gone up in mana. It is now 8 cost. I guess this is just an attempt to slow down the dropping of basically giants right yeah. um yeah it's it's no fun to get these big uh you know like zero cost minions hit the board or you know one or two cost and so they're just trying to make it a little slower mm-hmm. um more of more of a standard issue like issue but does creep up in wild a little bit and you know potentially i i heard corbett talking about how before this was nerfed, that he thought this is a potential wild deck that is, you know, brewing and like down in the future. This is something that could actually be, you know, playable and actually good. That is bruting. That is bruting. <laughs> but unfortunately, it, it it got nerfed. I don't know if it's going to be if like I I don't play a whole lot of standard. I don't know how hard this has hit the card. Have any of you guys experienced this? Lucy, are you still playing Standard at all? I am, and I do like Demon Hunter. Um, it's still free for me. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, is it? Is this... Uh, have you noticed this taking any effect yet? Uh, are people still playing this card over there? Yep. Yeah, it's still being played. Anytime I... Yeah. Anytime a card says cost one less if or whatever, like they're usually good, right? This is basically like a flesh giant nerf, right? Just put it up a little bit and still good. Still good. Yeah. And we're still definitely seeing it having it see play in, in standard. And it's still still really good. It just slowed it down a, a touch, which was probably needed. It's still a fun deck though. Yeah. Good card. Uh next one we have is the uh, Shaman questline, Command the Elements, has moved its questline to play three cards with Overload. Um, And I know that's for the first turn. I don't know how it affected the future um, quest turns that you need to make, but uh, I feel like this is just another attempt to slow it down. This is also more of a standard... (laughs) Nate, your cat is so cute. Um, this more get put on cat probation. He's trying. He's being <laughs> more <toward> right now. <laughs> more of a standard nerf, but uh, they are reverting a lot of things. So I can see this, you know, switching back when um, 
when it rotates. What do you guys, you guys have any thoughts on this one? I think with the quest, it was the final stage before getting Bracon. It went from two to three, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think they're now all three. So right? they're all three. All three. Okay. That was a question, not a response. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Do they usually change stuff back? Um, uh, so there's been uh, recently in the last, I don't know, if it's six months, a year, there has been the idea of when things rotate out of standard that they have been reverting them back to their original state. It's not every card, but they have touched a lot of them. Uh, this kind of feel like it started with Raza. They put Raza back uh, to the way that it was and they've been doing it to a lot more cards since. And they like to make a statement that that's, if they're going to do it, they're these are the cards. And sometimes we just have to wait, but yes, they have been reverting cards to the original state. Good to know. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can see this one being reverted back. Um, It's still, you know, playable and standard. People have kind of uh, moved away from it a bit because of this and the other uh, shaman nerf that we'll get to in a bit. Um, but it, it, it's still good. It's just when two cards were hit, people kind of shy away from it for a bit, and I think they'll go back to it uh, even in standard before too long. Um, uh, but it's, it's still powerful. Yeah, I did see it brought to the Thursday Night Throwdown tournament. Still, there's still quite a bit of quest shamans. I know, like ladder and tournament can be different. I learned that, but I did see it a lot um, in the tournament. So. I'm happy that what it, it seems like the pattern these days is when they nerf something, it's still playable after. Where, like, it's not a war song commander. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Like, we said, like, in the old days, when I was, when I was Back young, many. when they nerfed a card, like, it was unplayable, like, just un, absolutely unplayable. And uh, they don't do that anymore. And I like that because. I've invested a lot of time and money into this. And so I feel like, hey, I can still play Brute. I can still play the Shaman Quest. I can still play Flesh Giants or whatever else. And, like, it's just not as broken as it was. And so I'm, you know, yeah, Illusia, well, rip. But, but. The exception to the rule. <laughs> that's right. Uh, no, but but for the most part, you know. So I, I'm I'm pretty happy with all of these. So. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, well, what else we got, right? There's a few more. Yeah, so they had announced that there was going to be some warrior changes, and we all knew that Quest Warrior wasn't performing that well in Standard, and they kind of like nerf and buff based on that. So one of the first ones that we have here was uh, the Anchorman, Stonewall Anchorman, has gone up in health. So that's the five mana, four or five rush, frenzy draw card has now gone up in health to six mana, which is going to allow this to make some trades and actually survive because frenzy means you need to survive, right? So, And the Anchorman is a pirate as well, which is, yes. is very relevant for standard in particular, more so than for us. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly a pirate that we want to be playing the quest line over in wild. It's way too slow. Plus five. <laughs> five we want to win that's that's actually when we want to be playing our quest reward <laughs> exactly right 
So a uh, little too slow, but um, I don't know if there's too much to say about this card. Really good for standard, good for trading. Any any thoughts before I move on to uh, the next card? Cool. All right. So this is a big one. Uh, Warlock taking more than one hit. We've got uh, the Ruined Mithril Rod has gone up in mana. It's now going to come down a turn later. It is four mana. Yeah. Um, Nate, you love Warlock. Do you want to maybe talk about this? How do you how do you think this card was this broken? I don't I don't know. I, I mean what I don't know yet is the state of Dark Lair Warlock. I've seen some people playing it. My question is, and I've not played the deck because I've been on this hunter kick lately, is do we play Rune Mithril Rod and Even Lock? I kind of think it's too slow for that. Like, there's other things that we want to do because it's like tap, 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 giant and null and stuff like that. Like, I don't think it really fits in in what that deck wants to do. Like, I feel like it worked out well in the quest line deck because, especially like when we were wanting to combo off, I I don't know that we play it in wild anymore. Like at four, that's that's like a a full missed turn that I don't feel like i want to play this anymore yes ruined ruined mythal rod i think <laughs> i mean i'm not sad to see it go frankly but like i i don't i think it's probably not very playable anymore i, I mean know. four mana is cheaper than an emperor thorson it's cheaper than five mana but, <laughs> <laughs> and, but and you do relevantly get two guaranteed well un- unless they have weapon destruction but Probably <laughs> you get two ticks for it versus uh, one that's like more likely for Emperor T. That's true. Um, I I but, have not played it yet, but I so I, I want to like reserve judgment. But I struggle to see where it fits now. I don't run Vern Mithril Rod in my even lock, um, even though I I could at this point. Um, I think specifically for Ruined Mithril Rod is kind of like you said, it's a tempo loss, but also like whenever it was something like Seedlock where you're expending health to gain a ton of cards super quick, even lock draws consistently but slowly, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're typically drawing like one or two, like a a, a turn so you're not gonna get the the reward from the rune mithril rod as quickly as you would in like a, a demon seed deck uh with like backfire and stuff like that um so i think that's kind of where that kind of keeps it from being played so much and even lock in particular mm. okay well let's move on to our next card uh perpetual flame um there was some speculation that this one was going to be nerfed. We actually talked about it on the last show. And yeah, good call because it went up to two mana. Um, it's the card that reads, it's a shaman spell that says deal three damage to an enemy minion. If it dies, recast this overload one. So it, I guess, was a little too efficient at one. And they just want to slow down again a little bit. Uh, it really at one was could be quite the board clear against the low to the ground decks. So I guess just trying to slow down that board clear was really powerful, even though you kind of took the next turn off uh, with all the overload that you would get. But um, yeah, except with overdraft, then you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the biggest nerf to Perpetual Flame, I mean, yeah, paying double is non, not insignificant. But I think where this really comes into play is with Wandmaker. I don't think the Perpetual Flame would be nerfed if Wandmaker wasn't a card. Um, because while, uh, you know, getting one or, or having two of them that, that you just run in your deck um, is, you know, bad. Having a pretty significant uh, shot at getting additional ones with Wandmaker, um, which if, if you don't have it on, on the top of your head, Wandmaker is a two mana two, two with a battle cry at a random one cost spell to your hand. And in standard, there's not a super deep pool of one cost spells and right. shaman. Um, so it, it wasn't that you were getting it consistently from Wandmaker, but it was that it was part of the, the landscape and then not an insignificant part of that landscape as well. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really the, the biggest nerf aspect to Perpetual Flame. Yes, it still costs more. It still slows it down. Double the mana is huge, but it's more to take it out of Wandmaker's pool than anything else, in my opinion. Makes sense. I like that it's out of the Wandmaker pool because there's not a lot of minions sometimes, and if they are, they're big. I think this card is useless to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. I- I still actively run Wandmaker in my uh, questline shaman. <laughs> hey, there you go. Wandmaker is a good card. I, I've seen oh, yeah. so many meta decks. I've been trying to play in standard mainly uh, Demon Hunter just because I, I still need the wins. And uh, Wandmaker is in like every deck because the the chances, like like you said, the card pool is so small that your chances of getting something that you want is pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to our next card. And this has made a change um, in two different ways. So this is Mordresh FireEye. Um, it's Battle Cry reads, if you've dealt 10 damage with your hero power this game, deal 10 damage to all enemies. Now, it has gone down in mana cost. It, I believe, was a 10 cost card. Yep. And yep. it's now down to 8 cost which is awesome. At the same time, they have reduced its attack and health from a 10-10 to an 8-8, which I don't know how impactful that part really is. So this is more of a buff that you can play it early, maybe combo it off Mm -hmm. of something else, because whenever I was playing this card, I wasn't playing it for its stats. I was usually either clearing my whole opponent's board or getting lethal with it. Like or, those, or, yeah. both. <laughs> or both, right? Um, and I was really excited for this archetype when it dropped, uh, and be- mostly because I opened Mordresh both on Asia and EU, and I'm like, "Oh, this is so cool! I'm going to play this hero power mage. It's going to be awesome." And it wasn't really that great, but I played it anyway, mm-hmm. and. Um, Seeing it get a little love here is is pretty cool. So I think this is a definite improvement yes. to the card. Yes. And okay, I don't play much standard. A little bit, uh, especially lately because Wild has been a dumpster fire. But uh, <laughs> I saw yesterday um, APX Void posted a deck with this new hero power with Mordresh, and it is rad. I have been playing it, and it's quite fun. It is quite fun. Um, and Mm, it was 
God, what? Oh, what? There was some mage card where you uh, discover. Okay, so I don't know the names of the cards, right? It's the the mage spell that says you discover a um, mage minion, and if your deck has no minions, then you discover three, right? Oh, is that a power? Or is that font of power? Yeah. So I played a font of power, and guess what? It gave me a Mordresh. And and the font of power was random from the uh, uh, the one two the gen that gives you a, a mage wand maker no, no it was not wand maker it was wand thief wand yes wand thief thank you thank you thank you anyway the other wand <laughs> long, long story short I ended up with a golden Mordrish fire eye through that series of events and so I played it uh, and I you know clearing my opponent's board and doing ten damage. And then the next turn, I played another one for lethal. It was so <laughs> great. It was so great. Uh, and the battle cry with the guitar and like the the animation, like big um, shout out to the the VFX artists on Hearthstone. Like it was amazing. Um, yes, zero regrets. It's so fun. How good is it? I don't know, but it was so fun. It's fun when you get to do it, and now you'll get to do it a little easier. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think it's it's pretty relevant uh, specifically that it went again not just from 10 down to 9 but to 8 because now you can if you're at 10 mana weave in a hero power before or afterwards mm-hmm. as well if you need before if you need to uh <laughs> do one more ping to activate Mordrish's um effect. Uh it's actually pretty cool the the date that these uh rolled out so Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um I uh, was home a little bit early from work. Uh, so I was watching uh, Edelweiss stream uh, before um, uh, Coin Concede was recording one of their two podcasts for <laughs> for this week, uh, and she was playing this this uh, Hero Power Mage. It was really fun fun to to watch her kind of iterate on that. Um, so I was playing it kind of like at the same time, and we queued into each other. <laughs> oh, no way! Okay, wow. And she definitely. Uh, took the w there like it, it was a, a well-fought game but she you know the the deck creator it's very fitting that she was uh the victor there for sure um but uh that, that was just kind of like a, a cool little day of the buff uh experience there it was pretty fun that's fun. that's cool uh, to go along with the hero power mage we've got wildfire so wildfire is uh the card that is a fire spell and mage that says increase the damage of your hero power by one. It is now a one cost spell. So while this does help this archetype in standard, there are some sad people over in the wild community about their poor even mage. Um, Even though it's not really like a great deck, but the dream seems to be dead at this point. (laughs) I will say though at two, like it felt slow. Can they just make it zero and then we can play it? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that yeah. idea a lot. It, uh, you know, at one, it's more mana efficient. Like you can actually do it now. But yeah, it, uh, it's kind of sad that you just sort of ruined the the wild deck. Now, that being said, like I wonder if you could still make hero power mage in wild without gen or baku like you could just make a non even version of hero power mage yeah like, maybe 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 I, I like think... in the listener series <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
I think one of the the more uh, kind of fun iterations I've seen our format with Wildfire is, of course, switching from even over into odd. So instead of uh, Mordresh being the the kind of big uh, reward for having uh, done a, a ton of things like that, we have Janali instead. Yeah, so I was a little say, less it? impactful, but. Channelite does make a Ragnaros, and mm-hmm. Froshlitz Jaina is also an odd cost card. So Janelai makes Ragnaros, who is, of course, an elemental, and Froshlitz Jaina's effect means that all of the elementals give you life steals. So there, there's that, that's been a, a really fun one to to watch people uh, iterate on. I don't know how good it is, but it looks like fun. Yeah, I want to play and it. And that's now. Why I'm, what I'm here for. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Lucy, have you played any of these hero power mages at all? No, but I was watching Brian O'Brien play. Looks we cool. love Brian. Yes. Yeah, Big I'm fan. Me too. Um, yeah, I'd be curious what, what version Brian is playing. Like he's been kind of changing it like every game, so he's trying to, to did, tweak it a lot. Did you see? He's like sitting in like top like hundred legend or some like absurdly high rank lately. Yeah, he, yes. he's been been pushing for for a lot of uh, competitive stuff and and killing it. Look at this rank seventeen legend! Oh my god! Oh, in wow. standard in standard, that's crazy. Like it's, it's crazy and wild too, but is. especially in standard. Just because the the number of players is so much higher there, so mm-hmm. that's crazy. Anyways, yeah. All right, let's move on to our next card that got a bit of a buff. It's a hunter minion, uh, selective breeder. Uh, it's the two mana card that has the battle cry of discover a copy of a beast in your deck was a two mana one two it is now a two mana one three so just that little bit of health buff there not exactly something that i've personally seen being played in wild because in wild we are sort of doing one or two things right now you're either playing the quest line for the odd hunter or there is the um i was gonna say odd there is the every once in a while you see an even hunter which isn't that bad of a deck, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty good. So um, this doesn't really have any effect on wild. So I feel like I'll just move on to the next card. Um, yeah, didn't didn't which, play it before. Not playing it now. Yeah, uh, with the buff, we actually did see a, a few people bring it in um, our listener series mm. this week. Yeah, um, which is cool, but. That that's about as the only place I expect us to see it in wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, though, so back to warrior. Um, as we knew that there was going to get some buffs, this one does affect us in wild. Oh yeah, we got bloodsail deckhand, which is a one mana two one pirate that reads battlecry. The next weapon you play costs one less. I'm sure many of you have seen this a lot on the ladder. Is no longer a one mana two one. It is now a one mana two two that still has the same effect. So one mana two two is gross, right? Um, it, it just it went from being like arguable whether it was good to play. So like pre quest, we we kept Ben and I kept arguing about whether we play it or not. 
And the only reason that I settled on playing it was because the reduction to Ankar was good. And then when the quest lines came in, it was like, of course we're running this because not only does it reduce Ankar and guarantee the draw, but like you want it to be lower to the ground. But now that it's mm-hmm. a two-two, like good lord, premium card, stats. This card is like it needs a nerf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. I I am quite uh, happy about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already had a premium effect. Now it has premium stats to back it up too. Like if you're running pirate warrior i i feel like you have to run blood sail deck can period whether you're running the quest line or not lucy have you played pirate warrior at all uh yeah well uh the quest line one yeah in in standard or wild or both wild okay wild, wild, wild. yeah yeah how do you like it i like it a lot it feels just as strong as odd hunter a little bit but it's fun to play because in standard it wasn't like as fun. It's so yeah, if you're into smorking, um, that's a good <laughs> yeah. way to do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This is a, a was a nice move for us, I think. Yeah, I'm. I, I absolutely love this change. They can't trade into it with their little one ones. It's just it, it's good. I mean, still dies to a cannon shot, but whatever. It's awesome. Great change. I love it. When I see. Pirate Warrior getting buffed. I'm like, yes! <laughs> it's also kind of thematically perfect that it precisely dies to a cannon shot, and that that's not overkill, and that's just, like, immediately perfect, because of course it would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alright, so our next card was our reworked card, and so it's Alusia. So it remains a uh, three mana one three, though its text has changed. It now reads Battle Cry, replace your hand with a copy of your opponent's until the end of your turn. Yeah, so it's an Azelina effect now. Yeah, because yeah. it's a copy, not you have their hand and can even disrupt stuff. It's just a copy. Yeah, so they don't yeah. They don't get yours and it's till the end of the turn so you can yeah i don't know it's rip this card is one that when you play it you feel like a god and when they play it like you want to murder them uh (laughs) (laughs) i i someone posted on twitter over this week and i don't recall who it was anymore it was so funny right because this is the like the feels bad card and the thought was like who i don't I don't care about my opponent's experience. In fact, I want my opponent's experience to be awful. (laughs) (laughs) Rude. Well, you know, I don't necessarily disagree, Um, but uh, it was the interesting thing is for my, from my perspective is that like, you know, six months ago or a year ago or whatever, like when we're playing it in Reno priest, okay, it's there for disruption. Uh, right. and, and it didn't really become a problem until aggro shadow priest kind of popped up and we're playing it for different reasons. It was not for disruption. It was like you dump your whole hand and then you play this and you prevent your opponent from doing anything. Um, and, and 
it's just crazy. The card is like toast now. I, I have a golden version, which is kind of sad because I'm not going to get rid of it. Uh, but it's not. I don't feel like it's playable anymore. So I feel yeah. like last week when we discussed what other cards have ever gotten a rework, and we had mentioned Warsong Commander got a rework. It was a nerf, but it was essentially a rework, right? And this this is a rework too. It's it's right in that category. I I, I feel. It's it's a, I feel like it's a different card now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the fact that it's not even oh you replay like you switch hands for that turn it it it's not even combo disruption right? Um, uh, th- no. that's how I thought they were going to rework it. Like oh yeah, for you you switch back at the end of your turn. No, it's just a copy, so you you don't get to disrupt anything of theirs because you just have a copy. <laughs> I, I will say. If we continue to see all these ignite mages, like being able to potentially play like an ice block or something like that, maybe, maybe. I mean, it's probably just bad. It's probably just bad. No, I'm just looking for the silver lining. Yeah, it's yeah. May as well just not even include it anymore. Like hoping for those edge no, situations. Right. I mean, assuming that you had like because the agar priest was just playing it whenever. And uh, where you're playing in like a Reno deck or something that you are getting, um, uh, you know, you, you're trying to play it strategically. Uh, the only thing I think that could be interesting now is if you play it right. Like, yeah, like Lucy's saying here, um, you wait until your opponent has their quest reward completed and then you play this and you can play a copy of their quest reward. Uh, so there's that, maybe. I, it feels a little slow. I don't know. I, I really yeah. don't know what to think about. I mean, I'm not sad that it's gone, frankly, because I didn't use it all that much. It, it was yeah. hard to do correctly. Um, and it felt really bad when someone does it against you. Yeah. I will say I did have some fun times with Alicia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's it's a little sad, but I think it needed to happen. Rip. All right, let's talk about. We got a couple cards left here. Um, leather working kit, the hunter weapon, um, has gone down in a mana. It is now the a one cost zero three weapon that reads: after three friendly beasts die, draw a beast and give it plus one plus one, lose one durability. So basically, this is just cheaper. It's not something I guess was seeing enough play, so they decided to make it uh, just a cheaper card. I don't know. I don't have too much to say about it. It's not a card that I play. You guys, you guys play this card, Lucia, Lucia, Lucy. Do you play <laughs> Lucia on the mind, Lucy? Uh, do you have you have you seen much of this card at all? I played with it a lot. Um, yeah, with the nerf uh, to or the buff to hunter uh, with the buff beast hunter deck. I haven't played cool. that deck at all, and maybe this is because I mostly play wild. How is it? Is it like with the Rat King and stuff, or the rats, or what do you play it with? Um, not with the Rat King, no. Uh-huh. It's really you buffing your Wolpertingers and Rhinos oh. and copying those and going wide with the Wolpertingers. And you have Devouring Swarm in there um, for the Rhinos, and you're just looking to kill them that way with some really buff beasts. Well, I guess at one mana, that, that sure helps that. Yeah, you got you know something to play on turn one, and... When you have a bunch of the Wolpertingers, because you're getting copies, mm-hmm. uh, they generally die. The 
your opponent gets very scared and start killing them off, and then you just get more buffed Wolpertingers and more buffed Rufus. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I didn't think about that at all. I didn't think about that at all. I, it may be time to play some Smork Hunter. Yeah, playing, a, playing a one mana 7-7 seven, seven, summon a copy of a Wolpertinger is like pretty satisfying. Yeah, I bet. I didn't even consider that. That's awesome. <laughs> Those Wolpertingers went to the gem. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they definitely All right. They definitely did. Cool. Well, they good to buff. know. Get buffed. All right, we got one card left here, and it's back to Warrior again, as they mentioned, or as we thought that they were buffing some cards, because we saw that they were. We got another pirate, and it's the Stormwind Freebooter. Was a three mana, three, three battle cry. Give your hero plus two attack this turn. Has gone up in health. It is now a three mana, three, four. Same effect. Battle cry, give your hero plus attack, plus two attack this turn. So, yep, we're just up by one health here, trying to help out the pirates over in Standard. Um, I did, in one of the lists I played of Pirate Warrior, um, Questline Pirate Warrior, did include this in a wild deck, mm-hmm. but, uh, like, it's it's not bad. It's just a little slow. Uh, it's got a bigger butt now. Yeah. So, um I, I like I had success with it. I really did, but um, I mean, I don't know if it's something worthy of really in, including in your lists. But it, it's a solid card. Really, it gives you that two extra attack that you may need. I think there's potential. I, I'm not sold on it, but I think there's potential. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't write it off right away. No. Yeah. 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 I've I've seen this in standard since the buff. Um but I haven't seen it in wild since the buff. Like he said, I think it may be a little, little slow, um, even with the, the more premium stats. Um, but generally strong card, if a little bit slower and mid-rangey than the, the current meta would really support. Yeah, because on three, like I'm dropping like a captain or like a Rokara or something for three mana. Um, and then, so this doesn't really have that buff my... My board effect just gives me a temporary two extra damage, whereas like a Captain or a car is giving me a lot more. That's what I was going to say. Usually there's more than one three drop in my hand, and it's like, do I want this or this? And it's rarely the Stormwind Freebooter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still a decent card. Point. Right, 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 right. Well, let's, I, I mean, I, this is actually a good segue, because I, I think we're going to jump into kind of the meta discussion, what we've been playing, and I wanted to touch on this card in particular, just a tiny, tiny little bit. Um, so let me kind of preface this by saying, like, okay, you know, what what does kind of the meta look like this week? From my point of view, um, and you take it with a grain of salt, because I've been in this pocket um but uh, post nerf and ban, uh, so Demon C got banned. So clearly that that deck is gone. I saw zero Dark Lair over the past week. Uh, I see saw a little bit on Twitter, but like I didn't really see. I didn't see it on ladder at all. Um, I did play Same. a lot this week. Uh, so mostly what I saw was Pirate Warrior, a lot of even Warlock. Uh, I saw some Reno Priest, some Reno Warlock. I saw a bunch of 
Agri-Priest, a lot of Odd Hunter Mirrors, um, a lot of Ignite Mage, and, and a handful of Pillager Rogue. That's pretty much what I saw. Um, I don't know how close my observations are to the rest of the meta, um, and so I'd be curious what everyone else is seeing. Um, what I do, my, my quick thought on Pirate Warrior in particular... Um, Number one, Blood Cell Deckhand is just great, right? It was already in the deck. It stays in the deck. Now it's it's better than it was. Um, I do think that there's a potential argument to swap out um, Stormwind Freebooter. Uh, or, or, sorry, swap out Blood Cell Cultist for Stormwind Freebooter. Cultist was a 3-4. Three, 3-mana three 3-4 that buffed uh, your weapon. And the only reason I not tested this yet, I'll probably wait until the start of the next month to do it. Um, but I thought maybe because it, it, we were running that card um, previously. And the problem is like, it's great if it buffs your ink are, but if it doesn't, then it's not that great because post uh, questline reward, you're getting a new, uh, weapon every turn and so it, it breaks like you only get to use the buff for one turn and then you lose it um and so i kind of like that where the the attack from the uh, battle cry from the freebooter um use it whenever so i i think maybe it's worth testing I, i'm not like gonna go out in there and say that it's great but i think that it's maybe a little bit more versatile so yeah, that makes sense i, I kind of want to try that um that's the only change I think I'd make to the deck. I want to swap those two out and see if it makes a difference. It's probably ne- negligible, but I want to try it. Yeah, I think the kind of uh, detriment to that is whereas before, if you were needing to draw like one or two additional pirates with Ankar in order to complete your quest line, the cultist helps you do that. The freebooter, not so much. That's kind of a niche situation, so I'm not sure how um, relevant that's going to be. But with the first stage of the quest line being to um, draw a weapon from your deck, and the only weapon you're running is Ankar, that niche situation is coming up a l- likely to come up a lot more um, than it would be otherwise. So I think it, like you said, it's definitely going to be worth uh, testing out and kind of seeing what. Um, you know, works best, whether it's the additional draw from the cultist uh, to enable you to actually draw enough minions <laughs> to complete your quest, or if the freebooter giving you the additional damage to push for lethal is more relevant at that point. And, and we'd have to test it out to find out. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's definitely worth testing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, any Any thoughts from any of you all about the meta in particular in terms of what decks you've been seeing or any trends or patterns like post uh, nerfs, buffs, ban? Um, I guess, let me start with Lucy. Have you seen any um, any any changes or anything different? Yeah. Um, the Quest Warlock went away and then came even Warlock and I even saw some even Reno Warlocks. Yes. So- that was very exciting to see. All new, fascinating stuff for me as a wild noob. So, it was like, pretty cool. I have I wasn't to. Mad. 
It's yeah, I I imagine especially like if you hadn't seen it before, you're like, I got this, I got this, and they drop Reno back to full health. Like, I'm sorry, what just happened? <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I I blame Get Me Out for it because he hit top fifty legend with it, shared it to a bazillion people, and now we'll, we will start seeing it on ladder. Um, yeah, and then Zeddy as well. Zeddy played a lot oh. of the even more lock. And- yeah, that'll do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Between those two, oh, between those two for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They both got big audiences. Um. Yeah. Uh, Hydra or or Sheep? Any any thoughts on the the meta? Yeah. The first thing I saw was just the influx of the even warlocks right away because I think that was something everyone was talking about being a big thing as soon as the nerfs and buffs hit and and ban obviously but it it just um as soon as i started playing i saw even warlocks i also ran into our good old buddy reno jackson that i had not Mm -hmm. seen in forever um i even played against just a regular old q block with like goldan and uh ben i nazoth um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just standard, yeah, Q blocks. I seen two of them. I'm impressed. Actually. Okay. Um, and I won against one. I lost against the other. Um, which was funny because the quest reward for the uh, pirate warrior actually carried me to beat a Q block, which is nuts because I kept nice. getting weapons and um, I could keep killing their stupid. Uh, void walkers that kept coming out of their uh, void daddies and I just kept pushing through. I just kept getting those cannon shots. I kept Mm -hmm. getting new weapons and went all the way to almost to fatigue against the Q block where I had only two cards left in my deck and they had three left in theirs and one as a pirate warrior and that is not something I like in the past if Second Gul'dan was was played, and I'm the pirate warrior. I'm like, okay, like we're definitely done here. As if we weren't done when the Void Lord hit, right? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> but it actually carried. I I couldn't believe it. The, I mean, I don't know if that was sort of a one in a million or well, if that, that's something that can happen. But it, it it happened. The the quest line reward, I think, helps significantly with um, like the end game match, and I think that's why it's worth switching up the deck to put all these like mm, I don't want to say crappy but like crappy one cost pirates because you the reward for completing the quest is so good mm-hmm. uh between getting a, a pirate every turn and getting cannon shots off each turn like it's it allows you to go late game where in your kind of typical pirate war like you don't want to do that um and yes, we we still love you, one cost pirates. Um, <laughs> but but I there's definitely different versions now where yeah I, I mean I think Pirate Warrior in Wild is built way differently now um, because of the quest line right where post quest line completion like you just got so much refill. The problem is like the random factor. Um, we we watched some games uh, in co-op over the past couple of days, and and what always is terrible is like when uh, I was watching Blue Train play last night, 
I think it was. I think it was last night. Anyways, it was a Pirate Warrior mirror in standard, and he kept getting the Ringmaster's baton. It was like one, like one four. Like got it at least two times, maybe three times in the same game. His opponent, wow. his opponent twice got Gorehowl, and it's like that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but but anyways, I it, it allows the deck to carry longer and. and you know, I, I don't want to say, well, I will say that it, it can now put up a, a decent fight in the more control heavy matchups. That's, you know, my, that's my hot take on it. Anyways, it actually yeah. gave me what's the cursed blade where you oh, take more, m- more no. damage, but I happened to still, um, I had a Nazos first mate that I had not played. And so when I got the cursed blade, I'm like, oh no! And my opponent uh, emoted me like, ah, you're doomed now. And then I played my first mate to to break it, and then I got to emote back. Oh, that's great! That's great. I, I feel fortunate to have witnessed this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's golden. Literally, it literally was. Golden, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so real quickly, uh, the deck that I've been playing is this odd odd quest. Uh, Questline Hunter. It's Blue Train's version. It, it's great because we saw a handful of other people in like top 200 legend playing, and like they're using the list, and I love it because it's my my friend's list. This like is like the list now, I, and I, there's variants. I will say that there's definitely variants. When you you hit the he hit the neon tweet, and that was that was kind of fun to to see. I think the core is is there. There's definitely cards that are flex cards like this. I've been enjoying it. It runs the tradable cards. Uh, you could definitely run it without. I know um, Sheep used one version. Lucy had used a different version. And they're both great. Or they're all great. Um, I, I like the tradables because a lot of times you're floating one mana. And it feels good to be able to get something different. Um, but yeah, I, I'm very uh, fond of this deck now. And I feel very comfortable playing. I'm really just enjoying it quite a bit. So I feel a little bit guilty that I've like talked about the same deck on this show like three weeks in a row now. But like I really love it. If anyone wants to co-op with it or learn how to play it, like ping me, please, because uh, I enjoy it. And and I kind of like I don't know. I, I'm I think I'm kind of done with my wild climb for this month. Maybe I play a little bit more. I don't know. I keep grinding it in other modes. Um, but yeah, it's just been an absolute blast. Um, there's a lot of nuance to it and a lot of decision points. And I think Beardo is the absolute like MVP. Uh, I've won a lot of games with, oh, with yeah. Beardo as like an alternate win con, which has been good. I mean, so. if you want Hunter wins, now's the time we have not had, the ability to play hunter in wild and get reliable wins in a very long time. So, Oh, a hundred percent. There hasn't been a viable, uh, hunter deck in ages. So, I mean, there's some that are okay, but like, this is like legitimately good. So yeah. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say if, unless people have questions or whatever, but, um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, if anybody wants to co-op, please, uh, ping me on uh, a Twitter or, or on discord. And I'm, I'm happy to to kind of play with it. I'm not the expert by any means, but I feel uh, pretty pretty solid about the deck. So, yeah, uh, Lucy, tell us about yours because I know um, like you, you've been playing similar version and and uh, you've got some some notes here. What are your thoughts? Well, 
I've actually switched to the one that you're playing now. Oh, how fun. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But before, I think we just some viewers wanted to switch a few cards around. Let's try Lock and Load. Let's try Professor Slate. And um, it was cool. It, it fit in the deck, but it really, I, it was cool to see the cards come into my hand from Lock and Load because I'm discovering stuff like, oh, wow, maybe uh -huh. I saw this card never saw that card but i never played it so um lock and load wasn't that great professor slate wasn't that great because a lot of this i mean especially after the warlock um nerf i, I didn't see a lot of like man big old taunty boys and stuff so i didn't really care for it that much anymore um but I'm still, I have, I still like the odd quest hunter three weeks in. Um, I've branched out, started playing some shadow priest list. Okay, uh, cool. And arena shadow priest list, uh, quest mage, a Galakron shaman. I saw Raffle playing, um, and quest warrior. And I recently was exposed to Ignite Mage, and I never have seen anything like that before. It's a uh... clip on Twitter, and I was like, I want to do that. So that's when I went and I disenchanted Demon Seed and Rod and went and made what I needed to make for Ignite Mage. Nice. Cool. I have such a hard time playing it, but the deck is really good. I think... Uh... I've lost as early as turn, f definitely turn five, maybe earlier. I think four. I think I lost on four once, and I was just like, "Oh my god, wow, wow, uh, very powerful." So wow, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm wow. studying how to do it of like watching YouTube videos and like, okay, this is this is what I'm looking for. I yeah. just gotta feel it and just pop up. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> 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 oh man that's, that's great if uh yeah i this is i think i'm ex i'm excited for you because this is a good time in in wild right now right after the ban that the the meta feels more diverse now than it has in a long time where i i think over the last month it was like okay you play quest questline warlock or a deck that maybe stands a chance against questline warlock uh, and now there's like, there's just so many more options open up. And so that's, that's exciting. I think that's great. So yeah. Cause the meta doesn't, it, it's not instantly solved. Right. And so it gives this mm -hmm. window of experimentation before, you know, we kind of figure out some rock, paper, scissors, but like yeah. right now is, is, is the time that you can sort of do this stuff. And I I hope it actually stays like this for even longer because it's just it's so much more fun, right? Like when you go up against the deck and you're like, "What is mm -hmm. going on? Like, what are you really?" <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like, okay, it's a warlock. I know what turn one is, right? Yep. I even saw yeah. some paladin like and like quest paladin stuff and. This is all so cool and just refreshing and exciting. That's great. I, I, I love when wild is the wild west. It's <laughs> right. perfect. I agree. I agree. That's great. Um, 
Well, super cool. I I heard about uh, you had mentioned Reno, um, Reno Shadow Priest, and I had heard about it, but I haven't played it. But that also sounds very fun. I remember when these new cards were coming out, thinking about it, and then not being able to play it because of all of the quest warlock. And I would love to try that. So um, you probably would want to make some changes to it. Cause I, Hey, maybe I I'm open to whatever though. I think that's, it's uh it sounds fun to me. Just the idea of it. I mean, regardless of kind of the deck choices, uh, it sounds like so much fun. So I'm here for that. I play it because I had just gone into Hearthstone when I guess Highlander decks was a thing. You know, the Reno wasn't probably before my time. Um, yeah. And I was but like, the, like oh. Zephyrus and stuff. Yeah. yeah, Zephyrus. I was like, I miss Zephyrus. I still have that card. So <laughs> <laughs> I love yellow cards. They're great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um Lucy, there was actually a time uh, before, so you know how Zephyrus, you know, turns yellow, telling you that it's okay to play it, that you Uh don't have duplicates in your deck, or same with Reno, like, will turn yellow. It didn't used to do that. They were just just all green. And so you could drop, I mean, Zephyrus came around, like, after this change happened, but uh, with Reno, for example, you would go and you'd play your Reno like, <laughs> gonna heal up, and you're like, ah, oh, crap. Uh, yeah, I recall. <laughs> Not active. Mm. Oh no, my opponent shuffled Nerubian Unraveler eggs into my deck. Like, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Rip. That sucks. That and So they had to change it, because people were rioting, I presume. Yeah, it was just a quality of life, I, I feel. I mean, I never complained about it. I just felt stupid whenever I did it. Yeah, I, I never saw a really big backlash about, oh, there should be some sort of indication. I, I think, like Hydra said, it was more of a quality of life improvement um, that definitely improved our lives, particularly whenever uh, Zephyrus uh, hit the scene and, and was in prime time and standard in particular. Um, I think it was definitely laying the groundwork for that and, and to have more feels good moments than feels bad moments for what? Zephyrus in particular. <laughs> well, yeah, because Zephyrus was actually run in a lot of decks that still had duplicates because you could draw through your deck so fast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you, even though you had duplicates, you'd run it anyway. Exactly. Uh, yes, that is a thing. Um, yep yeah i do remember when i first started playing um i played a lot of highlander priests and i didn't know about the yellow and i would just play zephyrus and i don't know what it was that caused me to albatross what's albatross (laughs) i don't know they shuffled um, birds into your deck, probably. You know what? I think I do remember seeing <laughs> albatrosses or something. Or uh, oh, you know what? It was bomb warrior. Bomb oh, that'll warrior. do it. Yeah, yeah. it was bomb warrior, and uh, people would yell at me. Only play it when it's yellow. I'm like, what yellow? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I get it. I, I love calling the bad luck albatross um, angry bird. Right. Yes. Yes. That's great. (laughs) Um. 
Yeah. I will always think of it after last week. I'll always think of the albatross now as a uh, Spurpger, I think. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. From our weekly challenge. Yeah. All right, Hyder, what have you been playing this week? So after I had brought the previous uh, quest line, Pirate Warrior, um, you guys had a few things to say about it that uh, maybe it was a little top-heavy, that the Sword Eaters seemed a little unnecessary because you, you know, once you complete your quest, you're getting weapons. And while I love Sword Eater, I... You know, I decided to take it out. I went and I, I looked uh, at some lists online, and I found uh, Contix uh, Pirate Warrior. And okay. so, basically, the biggest difference is... Well, I also had that 3-mana three 3-3 three, three give plus 2 attack. It was just experimenting with it. Mm-hmm. but So that had to go. Uh, and then, yeah, so dropped the Sword Eaters as well. And our good old buddy Small Time Buccaneer is back. Just as... Uh, a one cost pirate just to get that much closer yep. to your uh <laughs> your quest reward. Hey, do you think they'd ever unnerf small time buccaneer? I really want them to. It could happen. The, I, I don't think he's on their radar to unnerf, but I I think they could safely unnerf small time buccaneer and patches. Oh, yeah. please, please do. Please, please do. Give us a Unnerfed patches, unnerfed small time buccaneer. I think the format could survive. Come on, put, put patches in charge again. Yes, um, Lucy. If you if you weren't aware, um, patches used to have charge. I actually just learned that last night. Oh, that's funny because yeah, yeah. So like now he goes yar, but he used to go. I'm in charge now. And they changed his whole voice line. They nerfed the voice line when they nerfed the card because he wasn't in charge anymore. It's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. So, come on. Rip. Blizzard, Do it, please. cowards, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I, I feel it. like, like the, the, yeah, it's because it's everybody rioted with the Stone Tusk boar like change and whatnot right like give us our boar back um i guess it's just a hard card to design around because like you're gonna end up having like a 30 30 pop out of your deck someday i don't know Uh, but whatever give us our one one with charge until that happens right right but yeah so i i um made the list a little on the lighter side Mm -hmm. uh curve is a lot you know lower to the ground and i ended up uh so i have the quest line on all three servers and i was playing it the other day on asia and i used this list and i ended up having an 81.8 percent win rate that day Jeez! wow impressive yeah it was nuts i i feel like i couldn't lose unless i like made some really ridiculous mistake um it was great it was, i guess it was the pocket i hit for the evening i've only played for a few hours but it was it was just great so yeah 82 percent that night and i was i was just on fire and it was it was awesome i loved the inclusion of our old buddy small time buccaneer do not regret that and mm-hmm. so here's what i was going to ask you guys 
this is the question because I altered my play style and I don't know if this is correct or not. So I actually, instead of trying to get the board right away, was making some suboptimal choices to complete my quest. Now, tell me if I'm crazy, but I literally played Parachute Brigand instead of having it pop out of my hand. Well, uh, all right, there's pros and cons, right? Number one, how you can't argue with that win rate, okay? Like 80, almost 82% win rate. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say you're probably doing it right. <laughs> um, I think that that the answer, uh, like Schmoopy is saying in chat, is sometimes yes. And yeah, so situationally. It's situational. You don't really want to float mana. You, you definitely want to progress your quest. Uh, and so are there scenarios where it's better to, like... Okay, you know, if you've got a cannon on board and you want to try to fire a bunch of cannon shots, like, all right, you know, maybe try to hold. But, like, the format is typically so fast that, like, you know, you, you may not – it's situational. I guess that's what I'll say. I, I'm sure Sheep could say it more eloquently than I can. Um, I don't know about more eloquently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, – in the the way that it's situational, I, I think that it also depends a lot on both your opponent and your hand state, right? Um, so if you're looking at, you know, like a three, three, four, five hand, but you have, um, you know, South Sea, um, sorry, Parachute Brigand in your hand, like, yeah, play that out. Um, whereas if you have things like, um, the Harbor Scamp to actually draw more pirates and different ways to actually progress your quest so that you can draw more pirates with Anchor so that you can keep on going, obviously at that point you would want to kind of play more tempo because you have the, the reload with the Anchor, um, to kind of progress your quest there, right? Um, so it's, it's situational in that aspect as well. I think that I typically play a little bit more um, kind of for tempo mm-hmm. um, with that. I definitely, but I do. also, yeah, I also tend typically have a, a a less clunky hand too, though, right? So it's yeah. like I'd find I'd be in a situation where I want to get to the next quest reward, right? And so I'll have two. Say I got two pirates in my hand. One of it is the parachute brigand Mm -hmm. and the other ones name a pirate other than um, the one that draws a card. Mm -hmm. Um, Fox sale freebooter. Yeah. Let's, let's just say I've got Nazos first mate in my, in my hand, right? If I play the first mate, it's going to pull my brigand out and I'm not going to get the ding, the, the ding for the quest. Right. So Mm -hmm. I just fully play it to complete the quest instead of getting the free pirate on board because I'm trying to get to my quest reward instead so i will like opt into spending more mana than i'm supposed to just to get my quest reward done and it's it's worked out like so far like obviously it's it's very situational i'm not just gonna do that every time but i did it i did it more often than i would think i found myself playing pirate warrior a little differently than i would historically because we're trying to play them not summon them right yeah yeah 
I, I will say it doesn't even feel that bad anymore to like draw patches because yeah. if you play patches, I, it's a it's a one mana pirate that it you know. I, I mean, we always want patches to shoot out of the cannon, right? But like, it doesn't feel <laughs> nearly as bad as drawing Baku. I mean, I I was totally just trying to describe. <laughs> I was trying to describe to my wife now that drawing patches isn't as bad anymore when we were on our commute to work. <laughs> She's like, oh no, you drew patches. Like, it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah, that's exactly she, how the conversation your, went. <laughs> she's known your laments about drawing patches for years now, and now yeah. it's like, it's better now. Yeah, it's it's actually <laughs> it's actually not that bad. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Um, it's it's been great. I love to see the shakeup of the meta. I'm actually curious to play a little bit of even lock um i hopped on the even lock train a while back like going back i don't know over a year ago and i was having fun with it but then like secret mages were just shooting fireballs at my face so Mm -hmm. i decided to stop playing it um but uh right now if it's viable cool i I would love to and and it maybe is not the right the appropriate time on the show right now but like goodness i i want to learn how to play it because the deck looks super fun and like I just don't know the play style, so one of these days maybe we can we can co-op or something. That'd be fun. Yeah. And I've still been learning it myself. Um, even yeah. lock is actually the deck that I, was, I brought for us this yeah, week. Yeah, I was gonna say we're we're <laughs> let's uh, yeah let's let's take a look at this. So yeah, so um, it definitely feels a lot better now than it has with the addition of things like spice bread baker because when you start getting lower on health than you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. your hand is likely pretty big you can drop the bread baker heal up quite a bit yeah of course you also run things like drain soul to do that as well um this particular build runs a lot of things that actually fill up your hand quicker too or, and or um, kind of capitalize on having a really big hand. So it's almost like a even hand lock more than anything else. Sure. Um, so whenever you tap and you get encumbered pack mule, yeah, it adds an, an extra, extra copy. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you, you fill up your hand a lot quicker that way. Um, so, so that really helps. But then of course, um, uh, where to go? Uh, Spice Red Baker, which we just talked about. Uh, Anetheron, which was the only card that I had here that wasn't gold oh, earlier. Boy. As you can see now, it's now gold. I was gonna say, I heard you say <laughs> uh, was in the past tense. So I've seen a lot of that card recently. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gotten a lot better in in our format with 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 the nerfs, and I'm I'm absolutely here for it. Okay. Um. Of course, the Mountain Giant that, that we always kind of had, and Goldshire Knoll as well. So you really want to continually add cards to your hand. Um, oh, and uh, Dark Alley Pact, the four-mana card that summons a demon with stats equal to your hand. Yeah. So if you have ten cards when you play it, it summons a 9-9 because Dark Alley Pact is no longer in your hand. Sure, sure. Um, I was surprised to see this. Not in a, I I I don't know. Like, I kept thinking that it was going to be too slow, but I guess with the quest line kind of gone, it's not anymore. So yeah, 
And Love it. I think that honestly, the glue that holds it together, which I did not anticipate, mm-hmm. is encumbered pack mule because it does fill up your hand even quicker oh, yeah. than it would fill up otherwise with right. all of those hand filled synergistic cards um, that many of which we were already running, like Mountain Giant, and many of which are brand new to the archetype that we are very happy to embrace. So I'm still learning, learning it a little bit more myself. Um, I'm, you know, further along in the, the learning of the deck process than I would be if I hadn't played it at all yet, which I very much have. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm by no means an, an expert in, in the archetype um, at, at this juncture, for sure. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've been having a blast uh, kind of, refining those skills and it's it's been a blast good good it looks very fun i'm i'm i don't know i i want to see it in action i want to see it be played and i just am like so intimidated by this for some reason i don't know but it's it seems good it seems really good i i don't know i saw you running you running between the far watch post and the nerubian unraveler and just like seething over here uh because it's been players like you that have been made make my climb very difficult <laughs> um <laughs> stopping my my spells uh, but uh i love it it looks quite fun so GG's. yeah and, and this in particular is corbett's list um that that i've uh kind of taken and run with and nice whenever you're not as familiar with an archetype you crave off of someone who is uh, Yes, and capitalize off of their work to learn yourself. Um, and and Corbett, of course, is fantastic people and 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 great at at the game. And this deck is very powerful. He's top. <laughs> he was. I was watching him stream last night. He was top fifteen legend. So he's quite good. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> one might say. Oh, uh, just a little. Yeah, yeah. Well cool i love seeing gold cards i uh, it made me wonder how many of these i have i'm afraid to check but i think i, I just have. checked i i'm missing the unravelers anath how do you pronounce it Anatheron. yeah and i don't have uh golden dirty rats either oh, oh. So i actually that- crafted golden dirty rats a little bit earlier um than i was putting this one together because I had the dust from from the golden uh, <laughs> packs, um, and then whenever Dirty Rat came up in this one, I was like, "All right, let's go!" I already have them in gold. <laughs> oh, that's great! Yeah, yeah. hey, it's a good Rats. card. Nice, nice. Yeah, so that's what I've been playing uh, this week. Speaking of week, what about the weekly challenge? All right, I I had a lot of fun with this uh, last time and I want to give a special shout out to our winner who kind of humored me here. So uh, the, the last week's challenge uh, was called buff the nerfs. The idea was to, um, to get as many previously nerfed cards as possible and fill your board up with them. And, and the cute idea being that nerfed cards are not as good as they used to be. So let's buff them also. Right. So, so <laughs> get this, get this board of nerfed cards and then buff them up. And, um, 
And then what happened, which is my fault, uh, but what happened is then I got this board full of flesh giants and I was like, oh God, that card's been nerfed twice. I didn't even think about it, right? And I would have banned it had I, I had I been using my full brain, uh, which I was not. <laughs> and and then of course, you know, the people in the Discord saying like, oh, was that banned? Or, or or oh, was that nerfed? Like, haha! Yes, it was nerfed. It was nerfed twice. Uh, <laughs> it definitely counts. Like, it was not in my mind. Like the spirit of it. And this was Mickle, by the way. And I have to give him massive credit for this because I was kind of like, uh, all right, you did it. Good job. Uh, but like half-hearted, right? And what he went on to do was to make an even bigger board full of actually nerfed minions. I've got yes. a big game hunter. I've got three Kalthoses. I've got an Aviana. Um a uh, one of the far watch posts or something, one of the watch posts, and then um, uh, Polkel. Uh, Polkel, that's Polkel, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're Polk all most. they're all very buffed, and this made me so happy um, that 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 he has won the contest essentially twice, and uh, it was great. <laughs> it was great that this is the spirit of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was very excited for that. So uh, good game. Uh, GG's to, to Mickle. Uh, congrats and uh, appreciate uh, you humoring me in terms of like redoing the contest that you had already won anyways. <laughs> so I like it. I'm here for it. I appreciate it. Very cool. I appreciate Yay! that too. That's great. Yeah. Hooray! Yeah. yeah. All right. We, we do have a fun one this week. Can I pass it over to you, Sheep, for, for that? Absolutely. So, this week's challenge, in honor of our elusive guest this week, is <laughs> make the largest attack elusive minion you can. By elusive, of course, we mean stealthed. So, the largest attack stealthed minion that you can, and you cannot use conceal. If you use conceal to grant something to... Uh, you know, get get stealth later. Uh, that that doesn't count. So no conceal, no yeah. conceal. Because then conceal is the demon seed for this challenge. <laughs> yes, yes, it is be- banned. Because then you put a board of you know flesh giants and conceal it. I mean, I'm joking, but like, not really. Uh, I realize <laughs> that those are priest and and warlock cards, but you know what I mean. Conceal makes it too easy. So. You find out, figure, there's a couple ways that, that we thought of right before the show uh, that I don't want to give away here, but there's a couple of, of decent ways that you can go about doing this right off the top. So I will be excited to um, see. Uh, yes, Burpger uh, counts, by the way. If you all can recreate <laughs> Schmoopy Daddy's um, creation from last week. <laughs> uh, huge zombies from Rexar, I suppose, I suppose. Uh, there is a random factor to that, though, so good luck. Yeah, there there are many different ways that you can achieve having the largest attack stealthed minion that you can achieve. So dive deep into the void to find the largest stealth minion you can. And once you do so, to participate, play games in either ladder or casual 
not against a friend or the innkeeper or other PvE content. Your friend will help you win. The innkeeper won't try to help you win, but he will. Uh, <laughs> so play games in either ladder or casual and take a screenshot and post them in our Discord in the weekly challenge section of the Discord. We will, of course, share the winner on next week's show, like we did with Mikkel earlier. The winner gets two packs on us, and of course, the even more uh, prestigious bragging rights for the week. Yes. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm here for it. Please, uh, please participate. It's so much fun for us to, to see these. So... Or, or not see them, because they're stealthed. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> wow. You, oh, you got me. That was great. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. All right. All right. Very cool. Well, that, that about wraps it up for our show. Uh, before we end, I do want to say a big thank you to Shokunin, who is the executive producer of our show. Thank you so much for all that you do for the wild community in general and uh, for us as well. Also big shout out and thank you to our patrons. So Disruptor 108, Claudette G, Daniel B, Wildcard, Aramorn, Ben from work, Turtle Boy, and Number Theory. Thank you all very much for your support. If anyone out there listening or watching is interested in supporting our show financially, we do have a Patreon. Uh, if you visit our website, born to be wildhs.com, you click on the find us page. There's a link to our Patreon. Uh, there are plans as low as $1 a month, but please do not feel obligated to do this. Uh, it's not, not, not required, uh, but always appreciated. If you are somebody who is on Twitch a lot, we do have uh, several emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to our show here. They're very cute. Um, our little uh, dragon figurehead named Nas. It's very fun. Um, anyways, uh, and also a very, very big thank you and shout out to Elusive Lucy. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight and donating your time and just chatting with us and hanging out. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for having me. I looked forward to this for a couple of weeks. So I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, and yeah, welcome, welcome to wild format. And, uh, I hope that you, um, find it accessible and that uh yeah we we just we love having you it's been an absolute blast and um yeah yeah welcome welcome aboard and you know before talking to you i never actually thought that it this could be possible but maybe they would print a hearthstone card for teabagging (laughs) i sure hope so i would love that (laughs) <laughs> oh my god and the voice was not like worth... i'm just trying to get the achievement <laughs> yes oh my god all right that is not where i thought that sentence was going I did not either. <laughs> okay never mind Jeez <laughs> okay hey um where can people if people want to follow you or find your content where uh can they do that um, I stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash elusive underscore Lucy. Um, I am on Twitter at elusive Lucy underscore as well. Post a lot of 
updates and anything I'm excited about, which is almost everything. <laughs> nice. Lucy is a great Twitter follow. Can definitely confirm. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, around the internet, I can be found at Electric Sheep City at places where that does fit, like Twitch, and at eSheep City at places where that doesn't fit, like Twitter. Uh, Lucy, thank you so much for joining us here. It was a blast hanging out with you and getting to know know you a little bit better. Um, and we look forward to hearing more tales of your prowess around the hearth. So thank you very much for joining us this week. Absolutely. Hydra, where around the internet can you be found? Before I get to that, I just want to say last week, Nate had to do your little spiel on where to find you, Sheep. And <laughs> oh, I messed it, it was, up so bad. <laughs> it was so good. It was it was so good. <laughs> you, if you haven't listened to it, you should. I, I haven't listened to that part yet. I'll, I'll definitely. <laughs> I don't. It was terrible. It was. I, you can find him like at Eshoop City or whatever. I, I I got him reversed. I got him reversed because you always say. I, I was like, <laughs> you can find him at Eshoop City where that like doesn't fit or uh, the other. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know, Eshoop City. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, that me. <laughs> You yep. you have the spiel down, uh, and <laughs> I do not. <laughs> it's very very evident to me. Valiant <laughs> effort, though it was it was great. It, it was it, it was great. The 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 heart and the thought was I, the, there. The thought was there. I will say. <laughs> um, yes, thank you very much, Lucy, for coming on the show. We really appreciated it, and it was really cool to hear your stories about. Uh, coming into wild and you know storming your way all the way up to legend so quickly it's very amazing and i admire that it's 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 quite awesome 100 um, yes uh if you guys want to find me you can find me on twitter and twitch at hydralisk underscore hs uh if you want to play diablo 2 resurrected with me you can reach out to me and i wouldn't mind playing with some people because that's always uh pretty fun and so uh, give me a shout. Also, you can find me in our Discord uh, where we have all sorts of different channels for decks of the in the wild format for every single class. There's a lot of good discussion on, um, you know, which versions are better. We also have pictures of your dog or your cat or <laughs> wild card pretending to be a dog. <laughs> That's right. Um, oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, it, it's a it's a fun place to be. Highly recommend if you're not already there. And uh, yeah, it's it's always a good time. Nate, where can uh, people find you? Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm pretty active on Twitter. You can follow me at Nate Wolf TCG. It's N A T E W O L F E T C G. Um, more importantly, you can find the show at our website. It's born to be wild if you visit the website, it's got all of our stuff. So there's all the audio podcasts. There's the video version of the podcast. There are um, uh, links to the uh, lore episodes that we've done with Goliath the Dwarf, which are very uh, fun. We really enjoy doing so those. Uh, there's a bunch of old parody songs, which are uh, terrible and hilarious. Um, <laughs> we have not done any in quite a while, but they're pretty funny. And uh, and a lot more. So check that out. And, and I would uh, second what Hydra says as well in terms of the Discord um, we're hanging out there all the time. We share a lot of deck codes. We share 
what you know what we're playing and and pictures of our animals and all that other stuff. It's it's a lot of fun. So um, yeah, and if you're looking for the link to the Discord, the easiest way is just to go to our website again, born to be wild hs dot com, and uh, on the find us page there is a, a direct link to the Discord. There, we'd love to have you. All right. Uh, one final note that we've been doing uh, prior to ending the show is kind of doing these weekly shout outs. So anybody that we want to give a special shout out to. And so for me this week, uh, I want to give a big shout out to um, our good friend Goliath the Dwarf and also that guy Floop. Uh, I was playing some Diablo 2 last night, streaming it just in the Discord uh, if anybody wanted to chat or hang out or whatever. And both uh Floop and Goliath joined and had a spirited conversation about their D&D campaigns, which turned out to be remarkably similar and pirate themed. Um, And so it was just it was like I was so entertained because like I'm sitting here playing Diablo. I wasn't even conversing so much. I was like really listening uh, uh, wholeheartedly. It was was, like just incredible how um, we we find friends like different places across the world that we have things in common with like who would have known so uh it was really cool so big shout out to goliath and to uh, that guy floop thank you for being part of our community it means a lot to me sheep what about you uh oh i skipped hydra sorry hydra anybody you want to shout out this week rip (laughs) (laughs) you know what I was just thinking about it because I hadn't put a lot of thought into it this week. I had so much fun on tonight's episode. And, um, you know, I feel like there's a new breath of fresh air in the wild community that's going on right now. And I I want to shout out just like I know it took a while, but I do want to shout out the devs for dealing with the issue of the Demon Seed. And um, doing something about it. And we know that this is a legacy format and things get crazy, but I would like to shout them out for just stepping in and and taking care of it because it was not that fun of a place for a lot of us. And now I'm having a blast. So, yeah, shout out to Team 5. I love it. I love it. All right, Sheep, what about you? Anybody you want to shout out this week? Yeah, um, I'd like to shout out Dr. Fish. Um, we did a, a co-op with Dr. Fish um, earlier in the week, and it was a blast uh, helping them navigate through um, odd, uh, uh, blah, 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 odd quest line hunter. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, they were pretty new to the deck itself, um, so kind of navigating some of the the difficult turns and what whatnot um and and kind of acclimating them to to that play style and then it was a lot of fun they they picked up uh to it really well so shout out to dr fish um and kind of i guess a a a stealth plug for if you want to co-op with us we've got a co-op section in the discord just say hey I'll be in the co-op voice chat or whatever. You can share your screen and people can like hang out right there. And it's a, a lot of fun. Um, we co-opted with Dr. Fish earlier and it was a blast. So uh, shout outs to Dr. Fish. So that is mine for the week. Very, Lucy. very good. Yeah. Lucy, do you have any shout outs you would like to give uh, to end out the show? Sure. Well, first, uh, 
Definitely, you guys. It was very nice to meet you all and hang out with you. I learned a lot in this uh, podcast. I couldn't contribute as much um, insight, but I did learn a lot. It was really cool to be a part of, and I appreciate you guys being my first uh, podcast that I to be a part of. That's awesome. Um, Love it. Thank you. You're welcome. And I would also like to shout out a couple of my play partners. They have spent a lot of time with me over the past month or so, really helping me learn. Um, I have Fampy and Bit by Bit and uh, my friend Kendall. They spent probably way too much time just playing against me and just helping me learn the decks before I go and take them to letter. That's greatly appreciated. And of course, Dragon Rider, who was my therapist. <laughs> I love everyone. Uh, Don is awesome. Yeah. Very good. Hey, well, wiser words were never spoken, and you heard that on Born to be Wild. Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. <laughs> Wild.